Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and listen to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. <laughs> hey, this is Matt. Joe. And Becky. Host of pre-recorded live from the Mistake on the Lake, and you are listening to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. I don't care if you've been waiting for that mystery report from December 16th, 1991 all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Your boy, Blue. Coins you all, bitches. Nice. <laughs> on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people on the threes and fours, Protoss. I'm better virtually. And we have a guest. We have Aaron Lemke, creative director of The Wave. What's up, fam? What's up, y'all? How are you? Greetings from Texas. Nice. Uh, if, if anybody's wondering, we do not have Old Ninja or Stitch on this cast. Stitch is saving the city, and Old Ninja is trying to graduate or do some schooling or some shit. So Get his education on. Education on. But uh, first of all, thank you for joining us, Aaron. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with The Wave, can you tell us a little bit about what you do over there and what The Wave is? Yeah, The, the Wave is a platform for live music performances in virtual reality. So we've been doing virtual raves, virtual dance parties, and stuff like that. And uh, actually, I met you guys. Uh, at the Silicon Valley VR conference. Yep, yep. Yeah, we right had after to... I had done a little DJ set during the closing reception there. Yeah, that was one of the most interesting things that I saw in my entire life. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about it more than a few times on this podcast. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. When I tried to explain it to somebody, it's hard like to explain it. Like unless you saw it, and even even when we saw it, like we weren't obviously in VR when we saw it because we were just like at a party. Yeah, but it was right. cool seeing you do your performance. And there, I mean, there were screens up showing us what you were doing. But mm-hmm. I think what a lot of people don't understand um, that have never used VR is that when you see the, the screen of somebody like showing them in VR, that's not what you're seeing in VR. Yeah, it's totally. It's like a fraction of what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. It's like one fourth of the world that the person actually seeing in the VR uh, headset. Yeah, yeah. So how did you? How did you come up with the idea for the wave um so i got uh a developer kit of the htc vive uh back in november um from valve and started messing around with different prototypes and i'm a musician i grew up here in austin uh playing drums and bands since i was 11 and uh very cool kind of learned about game design and after college and uh this was my attempt to combine my two passions of creating music, but also game design. Um, so I made this prototype back in November for the Vive that was basically a 3D music sequencer um, that was fully room scale so you could walk around this big sequencer and put notes everywhere and you know sequence the piano and the bass and the drums and everything all at the same time. Um, and then you know started kind of asking the question, can, can we make people dance in virtual reality? And that's how we got into this idea of the virtual DJ deck. Um, and that's what you guys saw at SVVR was the, the full DJ interface. It's, it's basically everything uh, a normal DJ would need to play an entire set. So you have 
two decks. You can launch two decks simultaneously. You can crossfade. Uh, you can EQ each deck. You can do filters on everything. And you've got all your songs sort of splayed about in front of you in virtual space. What's some of the most popular uh, music that most of these DJs play? Is it drum and bass, house? What are we, what right. are we mostly hearing? Right now, it's we're, all, we're working with a very select group of DJs. Um, so the first guy we got on board is named Grimecraft, who's from San Francisco. And he's got a really cool mix of video game music. You guys would love him, actually, if you don't already know him. So it's called Grime, uh, Grimecraft? Yeah, Grimecraft. Check him out. He does a, a Twitch live stream every Sunday where he DJs for a couple hours. He's badass. Um, but yeah, his aesthetic is sort of like video game trap and bangers. Ooh, and okay. It's super lit and... <laughs> that sounds actually fun as hell, man. Kronos uh, is like writing it down right now because we might have to look him up. You know, yeah, dude, immediately it's good. Afterwards. Like, he's got some sick Ocarina of Time remixes. Oh, some great, uh Super Mario Bros. remixes. Damn, that's cool. So is the, the Wave isn't out right now, right? Or is it? The Wave is not out. We're, we're currently in production. We're working on uh, an audience app mm-hmm. that we're going to release for free on every single VR headset from Google Cardboard all the way up to HTC Vive and Oculus. Oh, every cool. single one. Every single one. Yes, yeah, sir. that was one of the things that that we left out. Sorry, was that um, while we were there at the Nvidia conference or Nvidia after party, mm-hmm. um, that when you were DJing, people were there in the room with you virtually, but they were like somewhere. They weren't obviously in the same room as you. Yeah, that's right. We I was DJing there in Silicon Valley, and we had a couple of the devs back in Austin jump in over the network. So so we were all together in a shared virtual space. Uh, experiencing this rave together, and if you're out in the audience, then you can you can see the DJ on stage, and you can see all the other audience members. And right now we have networked drawing, so kind of like Tilt Brush. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that game, like you can draw messages to each other. Nice. Kind of create these little art pieces together um, over the internet. It's really cool. Yeah, you were throwing things into the crowd as you were <clears throat> DJing. That was pretty pretty epic. You're like, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're like drawing and then throwing them into the crowd. Yeah, yeah, we're working on a bunch of different interactions like that. Like, because the big question is, why do this in VR? Like, what makes this better than going to a real show? And the things that would make it better than going to a real show are things like, you know, throwing stuff out to the audience, um, making the audience feel like they're contributing to the show and to the sound in some way. Um, and so that's that's currently where we are. Is we're exploring a bunch of different interactions for. We're kind of engaging the audience in a virtual space. Things that you can't do in real life. Yeah, it's uh, the experience seemed really cool. I'm really looking forward to it coming out. Um, I'm actually kind of glad to hear it's not out because <laughs> I don't have I have my Vive, but uh, I had a fiasco with my my VR ready laptop, so I haven't gotten my laptop yet that I can actually play it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an ongoing. Is there going to be a rant this week, Kronos? There, there might be a rant this week. <laughs> <laughs> my goddamn laptop! What kind ongoing. of laptop did you get? I got a Sager MP9 870. It, so it has a it has a desktop uh, 980 a GTX 980 980 in it, and it has also has a Skylake uh, processor. And I think it's a what is it, i7 or i670 or something like that, or i6700 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So that should be fine, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely run it. But I'm just wait because I'm getting it customized. It's getting carbon fiber wrapped, mm-hmm. um, and it's just oh, taking cool. a long time. Yeah, because when I first ordered it, I guess they ran out of uh, the SSDs that I wanted. And then, so I was like, all right, I'll take these other SSDs. And then, like, two days later, they were like, oh, they don't have those either. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, well, what do you have? 
they're like, we got some thumb drives, you can throw that in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got 50 thumb drives. Yeah. yeah. There, you go. there you go. Here you go, sir. Yeah, so I'm definitely not happy with them right now. But they got uh, they got Blue, his laptop, That's uh, it's wrapped with um, Batman. Yeah, I got a cool Batman logo oh. on, the, on yeah. the screen. And it is awesome. It looks dope. So figured out with the laptop. That's the way to go. Like, I've got this big PC. And we do a lot of events where we have to go and set up at the event. Mm-hmm. And it's such a pain in the ass taking your huge PC tower all the way out there. I need to get a laptop like you guys. Yeah, well, so, the, so definitely look into the Sager NP... I'll, I'll put it in the chat, too. Um, but it's yeah. the, the Sager NP9870S, or 9870, that one will do it, too. And then also there's the uh, MSI Dominator. However, I was talking to one of the devs from... Uh, what was it called? It's like the... It's... My Dream Swift, and she had the Dominator from mm-hmm. MSI, and she didn't like it. She said it was way too loud and it was slow. Oh, yeah. And she said particularly it was loud because, the, um, the I guess, the, the fans are super loud. But yeah. on the Sager, the whole bottom, almost the entire bottom is mesh. So it, it does a really good job with uh, uh, heat dissipation. So I, I haven't seen the insides of the Dominator, but from yeah. what I heard from her, I, I'm, I'm not going to get it's it. It's funny. On my, uh, on my laptop, I had, a, I had a cup of water sitting on the side of my laptop, and the fan came on <laughs> and actually heated up the – oh, it was a bottle of water. It actually heated up the bottle of water. Oh, like, damn. when I went to drink it, it was fucking, like, it was hot, dude. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, what the hell? Because I, I had it, like, right next to the next to the vent, and, like, so much yeah. hot air was pumping out while I was gaming. It was crazy. I don't know if I trust a uh, laptop that actually is called the Dominator. I might, <laughs> I might get too turned on. It's got to bend you over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds uh, like he's compensating for something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I, I want to ask, though, I mean, I know that you uh, are an avid gamer, too, or mm-hmm. you, you do play some games. Uh, tell us a little bit about your gaming credentials and what uh, games you've always loved. Oh, man. Games I've always loved. I, the first game I can remember playing, or one of them, was Myst. Oh, I remember that, that game. Day. Yeah, I love that game. It was. I got so sucked into that as a kid. That'd be a good um, VR game. It's a good one, man. The the, the game mm-hmm. that, I, that I, I think I'll be playing to my dying day is Super Smash Bros. 64. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun yeah. one. I... I played a lot of that game in college, and I, I I lived in a dorm with three other guys who just at any point in the day would 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 totally be down to play like two hours worth of Smash Bros. Who was your character? So, uh, I play as everybody actually. Oh wow! Like, okay, that Versatile. was that was sort of like our thing is is we we would always switch it up and play as everybody because I think like this is nerding out a bit, but I think. <laughs> Playing all of the characters in Smash make you appreciate each one because they each have yeah. things about them that are really cool and True. like unique, and the, the play styles are totally different for all of them. Um, so I, I kind of like digging into all of them. I, my favorite would probably be Kirby. Yeah, me too. Like, I was yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> like, well, nasty. I'm nasty as Kirby. Oh, yeah. Well, Kirby can yeah. like absorb other people and take on their power. So if you know every all the mm-hmm. other characters move, you kind of even have his up a hand. even his base like uh, skill set is like it's almost unfair. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah. He's hard to knock out too because he can like float back in. Yeah, yeah very yeah. easily. He can always float back. He's got a great spike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he turns into that, what the stone or the rock? Stone or fucks yeah. Off, yeah. Oh my god, that was it's impossible to block that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up about like kind of diversifying your characters because I'm a I'm kind of like a aficionado of, like fighting games. I, I play. I'm, I'm a huge gamer, and uh-huh. so fighting games in general, like I have somebody that I'm really good with, or actually a few people that I'm really good with. But when I'm playing most people, I'll just play with anybody because um, the people I usually play aren't aren't that great. Why are you looking over here, motherfucker? Yeah. Goddamn! Oh, y'all, motherfuckers, man! Don't look at that yeah. way. <laughs> Actually, no. Danny's I need a little good. run for your yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Blue's pretty good, but um, 
yeah, I like switching it up and having like understanding how the other characters work. Because if you just get good with one person, it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It just feels one, like you're your one trick horse or something like that. Yeah, one trick pony. pony. Yeah, yeah. 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 one trick yeah. horse. <laughs> I can think of, I know that animal. Play better defense, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I understand Captain Falcon and how long the delay is for the Falcon Punch. Like, I know I can play defense better. There yeah, yeah. Any other games that uh, you would call some of your all-time favorite? Um, my all-time favorite non-fighting game is probably Braid. But oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Xbox game. Blow. It's like a time-rewinding puzzle game came yeah. out in 2008. All yeah. right. Um, did y'all ever play that? I never played uh, it. Did I, you? No, because I'm not... So I have, an X, I have an Xbox 360 and an uh-huh. Xbox One, but I'm not an Xbox person. So I Braid. play some games, but not all of them. But I know the game you're talking about. I heard it was really good. Wait, which it's game was it? Braid. Braid. It's worth saying. It's like... It's really cerebral and it's really fucking hard. And... I don't know. For me, it was one of the first games that entered into the domain of, of like a novel. Yeah. Um, okay. Because it, it used the gameplay as a metaphor mm-hmm. um, for sort of larger ideas, and it was really cool. It was just totally different from any other game I'd played before. I'll, I'll um, pick it up because you know um, I was talking to, to John Oakes, and uh, he challenged me to to read uh, Ready Player One before the next time we uh, we spoke in person so I, I finished I, it so yeah <laughs> it's a great book <laughs> that's a good one yeah um, yeah. yeah I also um, <clears throat> Shadow of the Colossus is oh, yeah, yeah it's a good one uh, I really love Journey I think those games are kind of related in some ways actually well I'm still um, waiting on what's the new one coming out it's a, the uh, it's supposed to be a launch title but it didn't come out The Last Guardian oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah that, that was supposed to be a launch it. did it get axed I, don't, I think it's still in development Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Last I heard. I hope so, man. That game looks amazing. Up. Years later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one with like the little kid, and they find like um, like a giant. It's like almost like a griffin, almost. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But they had like feathers and shit. So. Uh, and you, I've I, also been playing a lot of this game called Blarp right now. I've heard about. Uh, I have not heard of that one. Blarp is a, uh, a Vive only game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. That's why. And it, I, I, I think it's the best vibe game i mean like for what for what it is it's a three dollar game three or four dollars and it's just this insane like physics based action game where you're swinging these weird little oh with like the grappling hooks down. yeah it's kind of grappling hook. it's more like lassoing okay when it's, it's like using the physics of the vibe in a really cool way it's hard to make a comparison because there really isn't any other game like it because um, VR right is so new and we're still kind of figuring this shit out. Yeah, but it's really well done. It's worth checking out once you get your laptop up and oh, running. Looking nice. at it right now, yeah, yeah it looks, looks pretty kind cool. of fun on the, well, so on the feed. Did you play a uh, Sweet Escape um, when you were out there? No, what is that? That is like that's my favorite game for VR right now. It's a combination of like Ninja Warrior and uh, Candyland. Candyland. <laughs> so people on the, that listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. they're going to get pissed at me probably for talking about it so goddamn much, but. Um, basically, you know how, so my big problem with VR when I first was thinking about it, because I played VR back in the day when you're like stationary, right? Mm-hmm. But in today's day with the Vive, you have the room scale. Well, the room scale is only so big, right? So I was like, well, if you can only move so much, how real can it be? So Sweet Escape's solution was you pull the environment around you, mm. right? So when you're climbing up things, you, um, you're pulling everything through. But you don't feel like you're pulling it. You feel like you're actually moving, like your body. And it was like one of the first things where like I was climbing up like this, uh, this candy and it felt like I was high in the sky so I was super nervous like to like not let go or I thought I was gonna die and the first time I fell I was like holy shit 
<laughs> and then I was like, all right, I'm still on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're really getting immersed into, the, into the game. Yeah, you yeah. definitely got to check out uh, Sweet Escape. It's, uh, it's Okay. I don't, oh, I, it, no. it was on sale a while ago. Yeah, it's not on sale anymore. I think it's like uh, it's $13.99 now. Oh, is it really? Steam. It's still, it's, yeah. for me, it's worth it. Um, it's, I'll check it's it so out. much fun, yeah. I, I dig into the social VR experiences a lot. Um because that's what I'm building as well. It's yeah. Like a social music experience. So, uh, like VR chat and alt space. Alt space, yeah. alt space yeah. is really great. Yeah, we actually yeah. had a chance to to meet Eric with Alt Space. Um, yeah. oh, we had cool. to interview him and kind of talk a little bit about Alt Space, and it's it's kind of cool what they what they do with that. And um, they even gave us a they have a, uh, kind of gave an offer for us to go to their office and do a virtual podcast from their Hell office. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Eric is a really smart guy. That's cool. Yeah, he's really yeah. cool. What's Eric's uh, last name? I'm sorry. Do we know? Robo. Robo's last name. Yes. Robo. There you go. Eric yeah. Robo. Actually, so I don't. I think it's this Friday. Um, but do y'all know who Reggie Watts is? Uh, sounds very familiar. Player. Reggie Watts <laughs> is a comedian slash musical genius bro um, who is doing a live comedy oh, set yeah. in VR in alt space. Oh, he's wow. the, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's the guy from uh, looks like, looks like he's from the Roots, but he's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looks, yeah, he looks like Questlove, but he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I know he has a virtual reality game or a video or something where it kind of starts off with him like in the middle of the street and he kind of like paints a portal. And then you kind of go into the portal with him, and it's just—I think it's like a music video of his, and it sounds really cool. Nice. Yeah, our our plan um, for like our—I guess our cool plan—is to we're actually going to go to SVVR, like their the headquarters. Nice. And then we're going to do uh, a podcast with uh, John and whoever else is there. And then I'm going to do—I'm going to put on my 360 cam and record it. And then we're also going to do part mm-hmm. of it in alt space. So I'll just put on the headset and I'll talk in alt space while everybody else is doing the podcast. And then we'll we'll see how that goes. And see how the see how well that's received because I don't think anybody's doing a podcast in the. Uh, in alt space yeah. yet or anywhere in VR? I don't know of anyone doing it. I, there's a, a buddy of mine who does a talk show mm-hmm. in inside of VR chat. It's called Gunter's Universe. Okay, nice. That's, nice. That's straight nice. from Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it's it's really good. He actually interviewed. Um, he interviewed. Uh, what was his name? Uh, the son of Alan Watts. Oh, Alan wow, Watts nice. is, is like a, a psychedelic philosopher from the 60s who used to pontificate a lot about VR and psychedelic drugs and transcendence and, and stuff like that. So this was his son um, kind of like talking about some of the same ideas. It was, it was really cool. Was nice, nice. Out. So was he popping mollies or what was he doing? <laughs> I, I mean, these guys are just so in it that they don't even need molly, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, Not. Gunter is Gunter, the guy that does the talk show, is 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 really unique character. He lives in an RV, and he has really great Wi-Fi, like 4G, 5G Wi-Fi, nice. and just drives around America with his RV doing VR every night wherever he camps. That sounds like what's her name in the in the book? Um, H. Yeah, it sounds like H. <laughs> yeah. 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 So y'all like just read that? It sounds like. Well, yeah. I read it a while back, but I, I reread it again, and yeah, I had to pick it up. It was a really I need good to book. Read this one. Yeah. You know, you speaking of speaking of uh, Ready Player One, when you were when you were doing your thing at the at the Nvidia uh, after party, it made me think of the the scene where um one of the when the creator of uh, of Oasis was having a birthday party. And he had kind of mm-hmm. that virtual world and like R two D two was spinning and stuff like that. Like uh-huh. seeing you up on the stage spinning like that, I thought it kind of made me think of that that part of the book. It was so funny. Yeah, I've actually like read that part of the book a bunch just because it describes the the virtual venue that they have and, mm-hmm. and detail, and it's really interesting. 
Um, there's another book um, uh, called Snow Crash. Snow That's Crash? another one of these. Like when people talk about VR sci-fi books that kind of like laid the groundwork, you know, it's Snow Crash, it's Ready Player One, it's Neuromancer. Um, but yeah, this game Snow Crash has a similar like virtual nightclub in it called the Black Sun. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool and, and like has inspired a lot of what the wave is has become. Good shit. Nice, nice. I just think it's pretty old too. It came out in ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah, Hell yeah. Damn. I mean, this guy basically invented the metaverse, uh, which is what we talk about when we talk about like, you know, the the shared uh, social MMO RPG that everyone in the future plays. Now, what are some um, something that you would like to see come to the to the virtual world, like in general, and also like with the with the wave? Like, what what features would you like to see added to the wave? Um, I mean, there's lots of little things. Like, we don't have voice over IP yet. I think that would be, that's pretty crucial. Um, initially, it's going to be, like I said, the free audience app where anyone from all over the world can hop into these virtual raves. Um, but then we're going to be partnering with specific artists mm-hmm. um, to to throw the first raves. Um, so we're in talks with some really big-name EDM people. Um, but you know, that's, I think that's the way to go initially. Um, but I'm really excited for when we open up this whole platform and allow any any person to come in and DJ a set or have a little dance party or do whatever they want, really. Yeah. Um, basically, like enabling creativity in other people is, is one of my big things. I'll just say this. If you have anime girls there, I will go to <laughs> any VR party on the planet. So, Well, we've been, we've been trying to get a meeting with Hatsune, but she's Ooh. hard to get to. simp i noticed (laughs) good stuff so what made you get into vr oh man i i remember specifically being in the library when i was in about third grade and reading uh one of these eyewitness books i don't know if y'all remember remember those they were like they're like jumbo oversized books and they they had lots of great pictures in them, and they'd be about one topic, like medieval armor or like oh, yeah, yeah. cars or, um, in this case, future technology. And I read the one. This was back in the early 90s about future technology, and they had this picture of someone in one of the early 90s VR headsets that are like these giant, dumb <laughs> like helmets that you wear and like gloves with tons of wires coming off of them. They look really silly. Um, but I, I I read a little bit about it in there and realized like oh wow this is like this is going to be the future once we figure this out this is really going to be the future and or was so, that a Daft Punk album was that a Daft Punk album sorry sorry yeah. no I think it planted a seed in my mind and sort of allowed me to daydream about that a bunch um, and then you know really just thought about it a lot up until college and then end of college is when. I was working on other games at the time, um, like other little indie game puzzle games, and I saw the Oculus Rift Kickstarter, and I remember thinking, "This is just this is just the coolest thing ever!" Like, this is this thing that I fantasized about when I was a kid, and now it's actually going to happen. Like, yeah. I, I have to do this. I, I can't not do this. And so I I kind of dropped this other game that I was working on and just dove into VR full time, and that was 2012 and. I've been doing it since then. So you never played the old VR versions? I did. So maybe in like 2006 or 2007, I went to Disney World. Okay. And uh, at Disney World, they have a thing called Downtown Disney. And they have yeah. this really 
this really cool uh, arcade there called Disney Quest. And uh, in there, I tried... They had two VR things, actually. They had One of them was uh, this like really, really crappy lightsaber game where you hold this controller and you have the big bulky headset on and there's droids shooting at you and you're like blocking with your lightsaber. Uh, and then they had an Aladdin magic carpet like racing game that was mm-hmm. in VR. Yeah. And I tried those and they're both like pretty nauseating and really yeah. high latency. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my first taste of actually seeing what VR was like. Nice. Yeah, I I got I had the pleasure of of using uh, VR in the nineties, um, and <laughs> nice. it was it was very interesting um, because everything was obviously super polygonal mm-hmm. and not realistic at all, and there was super lag and shit like that. But the uh, the concept was there, and I was yep. just like, this is amazing. It's actually it's funny. I think the same day that I played VR, I actually played the Virtual Boy. Oh wow! Which made my <laughs> eyes bleed. But it's all good. Um, yeah. There's actually uh, some guy made a port of uh, of Mario Brothers on the Virtual Boy for the for the cardboard. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't figured out how to install it yet because it's like you have to do a f- few things to get it to work. But oh, wow. I heard it's pretty dead. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, th- like when I saw it back then, I was just like, "This is going to be like the future." And now that I get to see it like come back, I'm just like, "Yes, let's do it." So, Hell but yeah. what's crazy yeah. to me is that so so the Oculus Oculus Rift kind of came out of nowhere, right? But then all of a sudden, even faster was the Vive. And I was yeah. like, the Vive kind of took over that whole market. Like, I'm kind of wondering, like, what the <clears throat> fuck happened with yeah. the Rift? It's an interesting saga, and I hope somebody makes a documentary about it someday. But, um, yeah, Oculus did their Kickstarter in, in 2012 um, and got a bunch of money. Got, it was, like, the most successful Kickstarter of all time or mm-hmm. something. Um, and then Valve started looking into VR internally, and they had a bunch of really smart uh, engineers and uh, software and hardware engineers like experimenting with VR. And then once once Oculus got bought by Facebook, whenever I guess last March for you know two billion dollars, uh, a bunch of these super smart Valve engineers jumped ship over to Oculus, um, and because they, they had kind of figured out. All the specs that you need for really wait, great. Wait, you, you mean the other? Wait, you mean the other way around? They left. No, a, a bunch of the Valve engineers. Oh, they went left to Oculus. Valve and wow. went to Oculus. Oh, wow, this. Yeah, and they had figured out all the stuff like, oh, well, you need low persistence panels. You need, you know, all, all, all like all this hardware specs that you you need. You need ninety hertz, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then so a bunch of them jumped over to Oculus, um, but uh, Valve continued on. You know, working on VR, uh, and and I certainly never thought that Valve would release, uh, you know, a piece of hardware. I thought they were a software company. I mean, they are a software company. Yeah. Well, they're uh, they're getting into because I had that with the little Steam Box thing. Was it right? Called? That was kind of the yeah. first inkling. I went to I think it was 2014. I went to Steam Dev Days, hmm. which was a developer conference for for people who had games on Steam, and that was when they sort of unveiled the Steam Box. And they actually gave Steam boxes to all of us, which was really cool. But kind of behind closed doors, there they were doing demos of their uh, prototype VR system, and I got to sneak in. I was actually the last demo of the last day <laughs> nice, of the conference. Nice. I don't know how I got in there. <laughs> Very um, cool. But it was absolutely mind-blowing. It was the first time I'd done room-scale VR with a very high refresh rate, with a with a really uh, with really low latency tracking, and it was just like. I remember getting out of that demo and like feeling high. Like yeah. I felt high. I felt yeah. like I just like 
took Molly or something. Like <laughs> Maybe you was, did. It was, it was insane, and it was like, okay, these guys have really figured something out. But even then, I figured like, oh, they would never, you know, Valve would never make a make a VR headset. That's crazy. Um, and this was actually before the sort of like Valve jumping ship to Oculus post Facebook thing. Yeah. Um, and so once that happened, I kind of thought like, oh, they're done. Like all of their smart VR people went over to Oculus. Um, but then a few months later, you start hearing stuff about the Vive and the, this partnership that they formed with HTC, and it do, it did really kind of feel like out of nowhere they just they just started releasing these dev kits of the HTC Vive, which was which were incredible, like like way better than the Oculus dev kits I was getting at the time. <laughs> yeah, because but, you could walk around in your entire room. I mean, it's tough. It's really tough to compete with that. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. That's to definitely be able to the walk selling point. Room. Well, it's not even for me. It's not even just the room scale. It's also the having the front facing camera. That uh, yeah, that makes me feel a little bit safer. And like in case something's happening, I can just click that button. I can see around me again and the chaperone system. I think that's a really cool addition as well. And the hand controllers. I mean, that's, yes, yes, yes. I didn't. I totally underestimated hand controllers until I tried it. And when I tried it, I said, "Holy shit! This is what VR is about. VR is about hands." Up until that point, the focus of VR had been the head. Like, let's get the latency low enough for the head tracking. Let's get the the displays high res enough so we don't get screen door effect. Whatever, everything was focused on uh, perception as it pertained to the head. But once you bring hands into the equation, you realize this is the most intuitive way to interact with things ever. This is how we interact with everything. We pick up, we pick stuff up with our hands, we yeah. move it around, whatever. And so once you bring the hands in there, it just opens up all these possibilities and and actually like simplifies interfaces that were previously really complicated like in the in the case of the wave for instance um you know we have this 3d sequencer that's if you were if you were interfacing with it on a a, a pc monitor or even on a touchscreen, it would be kind of overwhelming for a lot of non-musicians but yeah in 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 the wave we get people who are who've never played an instrument ever in their life and we have a really bare bones tutorial that teaches them how it works and in less than five minutes, they're sequencing beats and making music that sounds good. And they're total non-musicians. Do you think you'll add, like, um, the capability of mixing videos? Like, maybe you can, like, plug in, like, you know, a bunch of videos or anime that you download and then start mixing videos on top of the yeah. music audio, too? I think, that, I think that <laughs> has to be a component of it. Like, Ooh. right now, we have, uh, like, this internal way to VJ. Mm-hmm. Um, on your own, and it's sort of like stuff that we've built. But ideally, you know, you could upload your own tracks as a DJ, but you could also upload your own visuals, whether it's like a video of some anime or or whatever, you know, like Planet Earth. Support? No. Oh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. I just want to live in Sword Art Online. Can I make? That, can you make yeah. that happen? <laughs> You know what's kind of cool with the HTC uh, Vive is that um, I can't think of what game it is, but they have a they have a game where you can actually there's an Easter egg in the game that takes you like a level underneath the game that shows you how like they kind of created the HTC Vive, and then there's like Whoa. there's another part where you go a little bit even deeper into it and you get to see a little bit more behind the scenes of how the HTC Vive came to be, and I thought I think that's really cool. It's very inceptionist of the of the game. Yeah. So I have a question: cool. Have you seen the the Magus gloves? Oh, Manus? Manus, yeah, that's what, Ma- the Manus gloves. 
Yeah, yeah, we have a pair of those. We haven't hooked them up yet, but they look pretty interesting. I'll, I'll be interested on your, I guess, input on those, like if they work mm-hmm. well. I think it's kind of weird how you put the, the Vive uh, controls on the back of it, but if the hand motion works well, then I guess I'll be kind of on board. I think it'd be much cooler to actually manipulate things with your fingers and hands yeah. than a controller. So, yeah, l- l- definitely let us know about that. Yeah, the thing I'm... I mean, the thing to keep your eye on is the perception neuron. I don't know if you guys have dug into that. But no. it's... Is that the the camera attachment that, you know, once your hand goes into the field of view, it actually shows your hand in no, the VR? No, something else. No, that, I think that's the leap motion. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the leap motion is a really cool, kind of like a mini connect sensor mm-hmm. that you can stick right onto the front of your VR headset. And then, yeah, just like you said, once you bring your hands into it, your hands instantly pop into the VR world, Whoa. which is really, really cool because... Uh, you get you get really one to one hand representation, which is which is tough to do with the Manus gloves, for instance. Um, but no, this this kit called Perception Neuron is a full body tracking suit. Oh, crazy! Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. And they've got they've got gloves too that are that are pretty solid. And um, I'll put it over to you. Hold on. Yeah, let me see. I gotta say, doing VR with full body tracking is probably the most amazing experience I've ever. So you actually like. You've played with a suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have one of the suits. Oh, shit. And, uh, That's so awesome. Do you have but, to shave but, all the hair in your body first, though? <laughs> <laughs> you have to shave all of your hair and you have to oil yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, you're good. <laughs> Gotta get that one-to-one, man. Yeah, butter it up. <laughs> butter it up. <laughs> no, it was one of the most profound things I've ever felt. Like, looking down at my arm, and my arm was completely one-to-one tracked, but it wasn't my arm. It was like some cyborg robot arm. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful. Nice, dude. The gaming implications here are absolutely out of out of this world. I mean, to be able to actually be one of the badass characters, like in God of War or Fallout or whatever the hell you're playing. I mean, that's what we've always yeah, wanted as gamers. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be that powerful, godlike creature. It's going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of things that we sort of have have become numb to in 2D games like like intense brutality like in in uh, in God of War for instance yep um, that if, if you do them first person they're gonna make you sick they're gonna be so violent and grotesque that you're gonna feel nasty after. like imagine walking up to someone in VR and it's really good high quality realistic VR you know, and you shoot them in the face. Yeah, <laughs> damn. You know, it yeah. might make the game hard to play. I don't play. think people are going to want to do that. I, I would, I would agree. Well, I think, well, I think you're right for for most people. For most people, yeah. Um, I was a marine, so I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it makes me think of um, what was it? Um, in in W. Kamal Bell show, um. United Shape of America that when he went under when he went to work with the police officers he did a oh, virtual shit. training exercise with somebody and he actually had to simulate a movie theater shooting and like he was really stressed out about it because he actually had to like shoot to kill somebody and like it's real people that you're shooting at so it kind of takes you it's not it wasn't a video game it was like a real life action type of deal so it made it hard for him to really do it but it was it's still pretty interesting yeah I, I think you're totally right i mean for most people they're not gonna have the stomach for yeah. any kind of violence when it seems like realistic you know what i mean and first person that's yeah yeah when people see things in first person and stuff like that and just like cause when you when you're in vr it's, it's like you're there oh yeah. you still there aaron 
Yep. I just I just plugged in a a, mic, a headset microphone. Can y'all still hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can hear you great. Cool, cool. Yeah, so I'm watching. Uh, what was this again? The neuro perception perception neuron perception yeah. neuron. Watching their video. They're they're doing all kinds of fun stuff, like from video games. They have a remember the iRobot movie with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a dummy that looks like that uh, as the model or whatever, and they're moving them around. It looks fun as fuck. This is on YouTube, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, wow. I'll post it in the uh, comments. Wow, stuff, that so. looks cool. We're gonna have a lot of stuff in the descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> <We're gonna laughs> nice. Yeah, it's hard to describe. Oh, actually, I'll so, put it in the uh, how cool it is. Since we we've been oh, mainly what? touching on VR, like, have you gotten an experience with um with AR with augmented reality? I've tried a few of the headsets. Um, I I just feel like they're not quite there yet. Uh, I I do think once AR is done right. It's gonna be it's gonna be more popular than VR, and it's it's gonna be a part of every single one of our lives every single day. Um, yeah. In the same way that you know you use your cell phone to get directions or to do Yelp or to message your friends or to do Twitter, that's what AR is, is gonna be. It's just gonna be a a better, uh, in some ways less less distracting form of that Um, because you know when you have your phone and people who check it a lot you're always looking down at your phone right you're looking down at these text messages and notifications and things but in AR we're going to be able to overlay that stuff just right in front of you so you're still going to be checking it all you'll just be looking out at the world still and like you know if you're in a room with your buddy who just posted a Twitter update or something it'll just pop up above his head and you can go walk over to him and say, "Oh, that's a cool link that you just posted. Like, like, good job. Check out this link that I just posted. You know." Yeah, I. Th- so we used the Meta Two, mm-hmm. and obviously, I mean, it was still in development. Um, so there were some issues, but it was in development, so I, I didn't really care. Um, but seeing like the way that it worked was pretty neat. Um, I think VR is totally. It, it's going to be totally immersive, and for some people, they're not going to like that. Right, but AR, on the other hand, you you still know that you're in the space that you're in, and just lay shit on top of that. Right, and I think right. for a lot of folks, I, I think you know, I think AR and VR are going to replace TVs. And, and yeah, I said totally. Since, yeah, I said this is the first time I tried VR um, and AR, and I don't think people get it yet. Um, who was it? Hololens. They had this commercial about the NFL, and they were showing like this cool. Have you seen that one yet? The, the commercial for the NFL? Huh. No. So basically, what they did is they they it was a really cool commercial because they, they pretty much showed off AR. And so it was like these people that walked into this room, they put on their headsets and they're having a party and they were looking at, at, the, at their TV. And basically what they did was is that they had their TV and they put their headsets on and it made the TV huge around them, right? And I think the only reason why they had the TV there is to make people understand that, hey, this is like a TV. Because yeah. people aren't going to get it. They just put on a headset and all of a sudden there's a screen on their wall. And they had like uh, an NFL player run through their wall and like the stats would come up, and then like on a coffee table, it had like um, the actual game, like where the like the actual stadium, on their table, so you could see like where the ball was, where all the players were, and all that shit. Yeah, and I I'm think watching that, it right now. This is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so you got it. You have to watch these videos with a healthy dose of skepticism, because it looks real cool. But I've tried the Hololens, and the problem is the field, field of view, view. Yeah. is very very small. That, so that's you're not even if you had a, a screen that big. Your field of view is too small to even see it. You'd have to be moving your head all the time. Like right. ideal, like this is the dream, right? Is do to do exactly what they're doing. Where like 
the dude pops out of the wall and you get his stats and everything. Like this looks so cool. Um, but the Hololens is is not quite there. Right. They're great at making cool hype videos. Yeah, <laughs> hype man. Well, well, the Meta Two actually has four times the field of view. Really, I haven't tried the Meta Two. Yeah, yeah. they have a uh, 140 degree field of view. Yeah, yeah. What he explained was like it's basically four times of what you, you'll get with the Hololens, and it's just their second version. So they're 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 coming out with another one that's got, I think it's gonna have even wider. And tomorrow, not tomorrow, um, next week. Oh, not next week. Shit, the first. Are, are you yeah. going to the Augmented World Expo at all? In no, Santa Clara? Uh, no. Okay, well, there's another company that's that's going to be there. They're called the Osterhout Design Group. And they have this cool new AR thing that's called the R7. And I saw this before I even knew about it. They sent me, or us, an invite to go do a demo of it, which I'm going to go to. Yep. And it was it's basically AR for your car. What and so, fuck? yeah, Ooh. so they, they teamed up with BMW and Mini. Oh, and... no, I did. I, I met uh, a woman who worked for them at SVBR, actually. Oh, really? What, what was... Uh, let me see what her I name. forget what her name was. But, was it uh, but Beth? The, the idea is, like, they're going to overlay stuff onto the, the windows of your car. I think, I think it's amazing. Well, and you can see through your car. So they have cameras on your car. So if you're looking through your car... Or if you're looking oh. at, like, your, your panel, you can see through your panel. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna demo that and see how that goes. And they said they have the widest field of view, but they didn't put the exact number. So <laughs> we'll, mm. we'll we'll see. I'm still very interested because I'm, I'm actually a I guess I'm kind of a BMW guy at this point. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. yeah. I got three vehicles. Yeah, I got three BMWs. So yeah, that, really, that makes me think of um, Night Rider, like the, the newer <laughs> version of Night Rider. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't that great, but yeah. it still makes me think of Night Rider. Yeah, no, AR a Viper. That was good too. Magic Leap. Yeah, well, do you guys know about them? They're based in Florida, and Google put a billion dollars into them or something. Yes, but I just want to know how the fuck it works because <laughs> yeah, like, it well, seems magical. <laughs> it's magic. No, as far as I know, they killed a few elves. They have a little LED uh, or some sort of some sort of light that's projecting light directly into your retina. That is some. Uh, oh, that's like. Uh, <laughs> there's, they actually have like this little. It looks like a big headset that you put over your eyes. It's like that. But it's not 3D. It's like a, it, it projects directly on your retinas, but it's not three-dimensional. Yeah. That sounds scary. I don't know. HoloLens, or rather uh, Magic Leap, just like HoloLens, has really great videos. Yeah. Um, I don't know how accurate they are, and apparently Magic Leap is super secretive yeah. about what you can say after you've demoed it. Well, I'd so be no secretive, people... too, if they turn people into Cyclops, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want X-ray vision. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's super cool stuff. I mean, I, I love that um, we're, we're at this point right now, and I'm, I'm alive, so. Yeah, I dude, I think about that a lot. Like, if I could time travel, if I could pick any time in history to be alive, be it right would be now. right now. Yep, be right now. It would be the dawn of virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, and what I think that a lot of consumers don't get, you know what I, uh, what I have a problem with with VR is that the marketing for VR is, gener- is generally shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, people ask me what the fuck is VR all the time, and, like, I'm trying to be the advocate for VR and AR mm-hmm. and trying to break it down, but I don't know what... Because people don't know what the fuck a Vive is. They don't know what a, a Rift is. You have to experience it. Yeah, you have to Kinda. experience it, but, but yep. there needs to be better, like, commercials. That, yeah. But that's why we're having this podcast with you, man, is to basically get the word <laughs> out there. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's been really fun to watch the percentage of people who know about VR go up. Because yep. I remember in 2012 telling people, like, I just got the Oculus Rift. And they're like, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you going to wrap it? Now, like, every, every time I'm in an Uber now, I, you know, I'll, I'll start talking about what I'm doing. 
and telling them, yeah, I'm a VR developer. And probably eight times out of ten, they say, oh, you mean like the Oculus? Nice. So they've heard about good, it. Good. And actually, Facebook acquiring Oculus did a lot for just the enlightening society about what VR is. Yeah. Uh, we still got a long way to go, but at, at least people are, are starting to starting to learn about it. Well, I, I, think, I think if people... Oh, one second. I think if people would know that they're getting basically a third or fourth generation product, that would help mm -hmm. as well. So I think a lot of people are thinking that it's like vaporware, basically, at this point. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, I'm not sure if they announced it or not, or if, it, if it's 100% true, but I think um, GameStop are going to have demos of uh, HTC Vives in their store locations. Yeah. Oh, all of them? All not all of them, but of every, them. every yeah. some of them are. That's cool. That's oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's what you got to do. You got to go try it. You know, yeah, like, you definitely got to try it. We can sit here and, and talk to y'all's fans all day about how cool it is, but... It's just words, man. You got you got to go strap a headset on. Well, yeah, that's that's why I told everybody that's near me. So if you're near me, listen to the podcast. Actually, everybody that's near me, they already know this, but they can come to my house and actually try it out. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, and I'll, that out there in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, <laughs> if they're near me, they can come over and try it out. So there you yeah. go. What's cool is uh, my actually the first time I experienced the uh, like room scale VR was um, here. There's a a place here called Dave and Buster's, and they're yeah. they're a giant arcade company, and um, they had. I think they had the they didn't have the vibe they had the the riff there. Weird. Actually, I think it was something else. I don't think it was the it was, riff. It was a, a custom rig. Yes. Um, yeah, that's my my buddies out of Seattle called B Arcade. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. They, they partnered with Dave and Buster's and they're and they're doing uh, custom installations. Also, oh, is their own rig? Room scale VR. Okay, yeah, they, yeah. They built all that on their own. Yeah, so the game I played was a zombie game, and you you were just you, you stayed in one spot, but you could like move around and stuff like that. And the game got kind of fucking scary at one yeah. point because, like, you're, the first part of it is real simple. Like, one or two zombie comes and you just shoot them in the head. But when a horde of zombies start coming towards you, and you have to, like, keep shooting forward and turn around and see if anyone's coming from behind you. Yeah. And when yeah. you turn around, it's, like, right there in your face. It really fucking freaks you out. Wow. And that was, like, my first experience with VR. It's the turning around that freaks me out. Like, yeah. Right, they're right there. It's like, oh, my God. Like, well, if that's... somebody would touch me, I probably would have fucking dropped to my knees and then started crying. <laughs> well, that's, that's one of the problems that I think current gen vr has is that i don't have the same uh, peripheral vision that i have as my because i have a pretty good peripheral vision even though i'm fucking blind but my peripherals are pretty wide mm -hmm. uh, but you don't get the same thing in in vr you have to actually move your head yeah. around it's tough and and because the the field of view is not big enough for the periphery yet the periphery is the part of your vision that's the most sensitive to movement yeah like have you ever noticed you know, little tiny movements that you see out of the corner of your eye can sometimes be amplified. Like I remember like being in a room and seeing the the blinds in a window out of the corner of my eye sort of just like shuddering. Well, I, 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 out of the corner of my eye, it looked like this big movement. And then I looked over and it was <laughs> the blinds like sort of barely moving. Yep. So it really does amplify your sense of movement. That's kind of like when you're, when you're like driving in your car and you look to mm -hmm. the right and the person in the car next to you is looking at you. <laughs> you, you see them in your peripherals, and you see them move their head, and you're naturally going to look, so you end up like looking at them. But it, it, it makes you, it, it gives you the feeling that the person was staring at you, but in, yeah. in case it's just because they moved their head. I just punch them in the face. You know? <laughs> well, they're in a different <laughs> car. <laughs> they, they were a stalker, though. Come on, now. Let's be legitimate. They're all licking their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you look mighty tasty. Yeah. Yeah, but these are things that, I mean, they're, they're very minor. Like, once you put the headset on, like, you, you the feeling of this is like the most in depth. I guess reality that you have besides actual reality that we have at this point, and it's so fucking yeah. realistic um, that it's I, I can't explain it unless you're there. Even games that aren't like graphically impressive, 
it still feels like you're there. Your brain is so like your brain is basically stupid, <laughs> like because it believes that you just put this headset on, you put the controls in your hands, and you're like your brain's like, "Yep, we're there. Yep, all right, I'm on board." <laughs> it's just like, but you're still on the ground. You're still you know on Earth. You forget real quickly. Yeah, real quick. Well, um, there's a, a psychology uh, study they or experiment that they do where they have you put your hand on a table and it put like a cardboard and then they yeah. put like a dummy fan, and that. so like you only can see the dummy fan. And, like, they take two feathers and, like, they rush your hand and a dummy hand with it a few times. So you kind of, like, I guess it kind of makes your brain think that that dummy hand's yours now. And then they yeah. smash it with a hammer. Yep. And <laughs> the, everybody, like, freaks out and, like, grab their hands. And it, it's it's really fucking funny to do. Or yeah. see. That's yeah. a really cool study. Yeah. It's, yeah. Our, our brains are very easily duped. Yeah, it's yeah, very trick. Yeah. Very easy to trick the human brain. Well, we still got these, like, almost monkey-like brains. Like, all this technology is just, like, it's so it's so new. Like, it's not even 50... Like, most of this shit's not even 50 years old yet. Yep. It's it's insane, dude. Like, we all remember a time before cell phones. Yeah. 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 Are, are, like, a crucial part of all of our lives. Looking shit up in a big-ass encyclopedia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy now how we have, like, the, the world's combined knowledge... In a device that fits in your pocket, and yet we still have fucking morons on this planet. <laughs> it's like it, it bothers me. It's tough. It's only gonna get worse, buddy. Yeah, it is because you know t- technology makes us lazier. You know, I guess some people, well, most people, yeah, makes them lazier. It's true. Yeah, because with technology, we don't really have to remember stuff. Like, if, like, say, if yeah. I was trying to think of the actor in a movie, like, okay, I, I can just look up my phone, but I'll just forget it because I'll never need that again. So if it comes up again, I have to do the same thing and look it up again. Right, it's like a part of our brains have jumped into the phone. Mm-hmm. Like that part of our brain that used to remember all that stuff, we don't need it anymore. Like I remember being in elementary school and having to memorize like all of the countries in the world or whatever, which is probably like a useful thing to have in working memory. Right. But at any time, you could easily look up where, you know, Ethiopia is. Because yeah. I, I probably couldn't tell you on a map where Ethiopia well, is. I've, right I've now. been there, I know where it's at. <laughs> I have though. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, no, but I, I understand what you're saying. But you know what's funny about that is that the it's a whole like um, I don't know how to put it. I think it's making room for more important shit. Right? Yeah, totally. So totally. like for for you, you're a developer for for like a lot of like really cutting edge shit. But if you're if your head was full of like fucking countries like you know <laughs> fucking the what is it the, the quadratic formula yeah you, you, you only have <laughs> you so much that. you only have so much room for stuff you know and i think a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. isn't that important did you ever see inside out the pixar movie uh, oh yeah. of course of course so there's a great scene in there where it's the the guys walking through long-term memory like clearing yep. out all the old stuff and they're like they're like oh you know capital of wyoming don't need it toss it out Yep, yep. That's exactly how it is. But then it's also becoming like, you ever watch the movie called Idiocracy? Yes, yes. Yeah, the world's coming, it's like that, no, too. We're getting, yeah. Well, I was thinking of, uh, what is it, Johnny Mnemonic? With, uh, uh, yeah, that was. I can't wait for that to happen. Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, we're going to integrate more as, with technology. I think the the next step forward. Obviously, we have VR and AR, but I think eventually they're just going to do like corneal implants and shit like that. And yeah, yeah. we're going to have a real iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be an eyeball phone. That's when Ultron takes over, though, right? <laughs> Something like that. Right on. Yeah. Hey, guys, so I've got a, a chocolate banana split. With yeah. Banana. There we go. We were actually, we were it's just going to melt in the, in the corner. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> we were actually just going to say that. We were giving each other looks. We were like, we're almost out of time. So actually, you're our first guest to actually use 
Really? The, uh, yeah, actually, this is true. Yeah. Very good way too. That was <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. smooth. I tried, I tried to slip it in there. There you go. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, thank yeah. you very much, Aaron. Um, uh, you want to plug anything or talk about anything that's coming up for you? Yeah, just plug the wave. Um, we're on Twitter uh, at the wave VR. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a website, thewavevr.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Aaron Lemke, A A R O N L E M K E. And uh, stay tuned for the Wave Audience app. It's coming. It's coming soon. Hell yeah! Before you go, um, at the Nvidia after party, did you know that there was people on the stage dancing with you while you were spinning? <laughs> I didn't. I, did. I had no <laughs> idea. Because there was like, I, 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 the only way I realized it is I was, I was DJing up there, and I did like, a, I did a pretty nice crossfade from mm-hmm. one track to the other, and people started clapping like a lot. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks, guys. Yeah, this is a pretty good crossfade. Um, but then they kept clapping, and I was like, okay, it wasn't that good of a crossfade. <laughs> I looked up, and I looked. I took my goggles off for a sec, and there's just an astronaut dancing yeah. right next yeah. to me. Yeah, nice. and there, there was a chick, too. I think you missed the chick. Yeah, there was a pretty hot chick yeah. dancing up there. That was just the coolest experience of my life. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty epic. All right. Well, hey, Aaron, thank you for your time. Um, yeah. Great talking to you guys. It's yeah, yeah, it's been, been a fun. Great conversation. We appreciate it, fam. Sometime. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. All right, wow. have a good have a good rest of your night. All right, Aaron. All right, talk to you guys later. Yep. All right, later. Peace. Man, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Dude. See, the guy was cool as fuck, yeah, right? Yeah, he was, man. And that was all. Uh, thanks to uh, John Oaks. We will see sometime next month. Hopefully, early yeah. next month. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks or um, so. I wanted to see him before. Actually, hopefully, in the next week or so. Because I, I, once I get my lot to pay, I'm going to hit him up again. Well, maybe we might see him at um, the AW Expo. Actually, I'm going to Maybe we'll just fuck with you. If you know, if we don't have it, my lot's up in like next month or next week. Let's oh. see if I can get on working on your shit, dude. All right, because it'll probably work. There you have you the go. nine. You have the nine eighty M, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, it'll it'll work, man. Let's just we gotta get it done. Good so, shit. I got HDMI ports. I got four USB ports. Yeah, through 3.0. But yeah, when we were talking to, to John, like one of the first things he said was, "You got to meet Aaron." And I was like, "Who the fuck is Aaron?" Yeah, and he's like, "Here's a guy who's just DJing." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, all right, well, let's go." So that's when we talked, and uh, yeah, that's, that's how you got that guy. Good people, man. Yeah. Great, great uh, connection right there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and for those who aren't aware, just yesterday, really quickly to plug something. Um, we had an awesome interview with Winona Earp stars, uh, Shamir Anderson, and Dominique Provost-Chalkley, uh, who played two key roles on that show on Sci-Fi Channel, uh, yeah, Winona Earp. Kind of mad that I missed out. Cause... Yeah, man. You missed out, dude. It's a great interview. We put yeah. it up on uh, all of our links, SoundCloud, iTunes, it's, uh, YouTube, etc. It's coming up on YouTube, I think. Yeah, I heard that. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't here. Oh, okay. So, so whatever live stream is, that's all there is. All right, all right. But it, anyway, that was awesome, and that was from yesterday. So if you haven't checked that out, please go and check that out. And we're but. still podcasting. We're not like, yeah, yeah. goddamn show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? She, uh, her character, Dominic's character on there is, she's yeah, pretty, she's, yeah, she's pretty cute. And I heard that she has uh, an accent, right? Yeah, she's British. Mm. She's yeah. the second sci-fi channel British woman named Bomb Dominique show. we've had on the show. <laughs> They have like the coolest accent. Yeah, both yeah. of them. It's like it's, they're pretty awesome accents. Did he have an accent too? Was he um, British? No, he's Canadian, and he talks okay. like uh, like Frenchy. No, he talks normal. Regular. He's not French Canadian. He's just a normal Canadian man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah, speak yeah. like a multiple different languages. No, you know what's funny? I was I was waiting for. I was gonna ask him at the end, like, how do you say about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like his whole accent was not like I don't think he had like a Canadian accent, nah. or at least like there's probably a region where they say a boot more than. Uh, 
I guess other regions, but yeah. wherever he was from, he, he didn't yeah, have the cool Canadian people thing. though. Yeah, really, yeah, I still think it's fuck. crazy how there are more people in the state of California than there is in the whole entire country of Canada. It's a fucking most of it's a frozen tundra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> California's a big ass state. All right, uh, we we need to jump on in on some stuff. Where where should we start, gentlemen? Uh, let's start with uh, Black Panther, because that, that was some really good news. Yeah, yeah, um, set us up. So, yeah, so Black Panther number one sold more than a, qu- more than a quarter of a million copies, um, which I think is fantastic. Number one seller. Yeah, number one seller, which is which is great. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is that I think a lot of people might get kind of turned off by the first one because they don't understand, like, context. Like, you're, you're pretty yeah. much jumping into, like, the end of a story. <laughs> and you're like, oh, why is Wakanda all fucked up? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of... Set- it's good. It's a great comic to, yeah. to start off. Um, but as we keep saying over and over again, please go back. Please read some, Please read New Avengers. Yeah. So, please read Secret Wars. So they don't give, like, an yeah. intro about, like, why... how. Things or how it is, or you just pretty it's, much just jump straight to a brief. brief. It's, it's real very brief. brief. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like you're not. It's some context, but it's not enough as far as I'm concerned. But don't get me wrong, um, the guy who's writing, I forget his name, um, but he's doing a great job as mm-hmm. a writer, like going forward. But it's just like obviously, it's not up to him to make the the readers read the old shit. Yeah, but readers read the old shit, <laughs> like, I, and continue reading his shit. The, the amazing thing is, I think there are literally a lot of people who don't read many comics, period, mm-hmm. jumping into stores and saying, I want to read Black Panther. You know, yeah. and, and that's just cool. I mean, some of that has to, you have to give credit to the MCU, obviously, mm-hmm. and to, um, you know, obviously Chadwick Boseman playing that role so well in Captain America Civil War. But for whatever reason, we'll take it. Welcome new T'Challa fans, you know. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely welcome new fans. And uh, he's not the only black superhero <laughs> out there, just so you guys know. Do some goddamn research. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, because there's Falcon. He's black and he's a superhero. He is. He's, he's actually Captain America and, right now. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also Blue Marvel. There's also Blade. There's a whole shitload of uh, superheroes out there that are black um, that I think that people weren't paying attention to. Attention to before, but now they're probably going to to hop on the bandwagon, which is fine. Fuck it, you know. Go watch that shit or go read that shit. Yeah. Now, now if you say that he's the first African superhero, then you might have something. Because he was <laughs> he before Storm. Well, he's probably the first Wakandan. Yeah. Was he? Before, oh yeah. Storm, I can't yes. remember. Was he Storm. before Storm? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I, guess. I don't think it was before. Storm. I think he was after Storm. Yeah. I believe. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, Storm was in movies, and she's African, so can't True. say. But well, she didn't no have her own accent. Movie. Yeah. She had no accent. Halle Berry didn't mm. didn't do that justice. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that's awesome news. And I'm really curious how the the, the next uh, X Men Apocalypse movie is going to do. I heard very not good things. Yeah, so, so yeah. there a lot of people have actually seen it with press releases. Mm-hmm. You know, friends of ours, uh, and none of them actually said anything positive about it. Mm. Yeah, well, see, I knew right from the beginning there was going to be problems, right? First of all, they had Apocalypse all fucking wrong. He was purple and shit. I was like, he's all fucking dumb. Yeah, and, and once they changed him. I was like, this movie's probably going to suck. Because what they're going to do is they're going to listen to every single last criticism and they're going to fuck up the rest of the movie. I was nervous based on... I, I hear you on that because you're right about Apocalypse. But the th- that didn't get me. The thing that got me was all of these trailers and previews and whatnot, and it was this big secret of, you know, Wolverine's not going to be in it. And then, surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. on the last trailer, you know, you see the claws, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. he's probably going to make a brief cameo, shorter than Spider-Man in Civil War. 
and um that's just not enough you know wolverine has been in all of the x-men movies he's the really the only mutant that like is a household name that everyone cares about everyone everyone that loves x-men so you have to have him in it well like when i thought when i originally first saw the trailer like they had too many like secrets being revealed in the trailer i'm like Mm. okay that's pretty much the whole fucking movie like even when they had the ending where um where Professor X shaves his head at the end. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> and you had, it looks like Mystique leading the X-Men, which irked me to no end. Yeah. Well, you know what fucks me up now that I, I that, that I go back and watch Mystique? Why the fuck is Mystique naked the whole time? Yeah, yeah, like, I hear that, you. That's not what, Mystique wears a very distinctive fucking white dress yep. yeah, in the, the comics. Bones. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but that's not any. What, why is she naked the whole? Yeah, it, the whole time. Make any sense? It, well, especially when she's young, it's even more fucking creepy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why am I looking right. at a little girl supposed to be naked? What the fuck? Yeah, just well, because she has fur. Well, because well, I was gonna say like, oh, it's because you know she she can pick clothes on her when she forms other people, but then she can have clothes on her in the same oh, time when yeah, yeah. When she's blue. It's so fucking it's dumb. weird. Yeah, yeah kind of weird. And, and she's mostly a villain, spy kind of assassin, you know, and and certainly not. Like an X Men leading the, but the does troops. she do spy shit though? She does do spy shit. I will give her credit on that. I will always give her credit on that. All right, X Men is coming out, and I think they were also saying with um, with the X Men movie, like the woman who played Mystique, the first X Men movie, uh, Rebecca Romijn. She, she was she was more Mystique than she was herself, whereas Jennifer Lawrence is more. Like her human form that she is. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're cutting corners. Like, come on, spend a little money, keep her blue. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, we'll, we'll see when it blue comes out. Blue. But it's not looking very hopeful for a, a, an awesome blockbuster. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that Libya Mon though, oh, I might she, just watch because does, of that. She does look good, and I like Psylocke being in it. I like that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will see. Uh, so there was other news this week, comic wise. Um, Supergirl. Oh yeah. Uh, Supergirl is no longer going to be on CBS. Uh, we talked about that last week. Oh, in detail? Damn it. Did we already? Fuck. Pretty sure we did, did yeah. We? I'm fairly certain we did. God damn. All right. I, I thought we... I thought we correct us? I we thought talked... we rumored it, but it was made official afterwards. No. Yeah, it was that we talked about it last week. Uh, pretty sure we did. Right. We did. Okay. All right. We can talk about it again if you want. I'm pretty sure we did, though. I didn't think... All right. Uh, what's the, the Infinity Chat Room called? Yeah, Infinity, Infinity Base. Base. No, no, no. Oh, it's called Infinity Base. Infinity, Infinity Vault. Vault. Correct us. Yeah. Did we talk about that shit before? Now I gotta wait like fucking thirty seconds yeah, exactly. to respond. Alright. Well let's I guess we can talk about it a little bit. I guess it's kinda confirmed or if it yeah, wasn't already. I, I didn't think it was confirmed last week. Yeah, but... I think it was mentioned, but it wasn't it wasn't confirmed that it might be making a jump. But yeah, Supergirl is gonna be making the leap to uh the CW. Well let's classify it correctly though. This was cancelled from CBS. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It was cancelled. It was cancelled from CBS, poor ratings. And then they For CBS though. For network television, yeah. CBS, yes. Because um, people are trying to spin it all kinds of different ways, and the internet needs to get over themselves. It was canceled from CBS, poor ratings. CW did pick it up. It probably belonged on CW to begin with. Yeah. You know, if I, we're I all concur. honest. Uh, and there'll probably be some great crossovers. Yeah, because I, I really hope that, you know, they they kind of make Supergirl have her be more confident about who she is and her abilities and stuff like that and stop being a whiny little girl. <laughs> well, it's not going to have anywhere near the budget. It is probably going to have very different writing, different directors. Yeah. A, a lot of things are going to change. CW shows are nothing like C- uh, CBS. You know what I mean? So but their shows are killing it, though. Like, come on, like The Flash. Oh, yeah. Awesome, and... 
I, I like Flash. Arrow's hit and miss. When it's good, it's good. But and, and Legends of Tomorrow has its problems. But <laughs> all I'm saying is they're not. I think the uh, CBS spends a few million dollars per episode. Well, hold and on. CW ain't spending that kind of. Yeah, so apparently CBS was spending three million dollars per episode. Yeah, they were. And CW ain't. Which is which is amazing because uh, how you spend three million dollars and make the Red Tornado look that fucking shitty. Ooh, and fucking Brainiac shit. too. Yeah. yeah, Brainiac looked like that was the worst. Fucking dime bag mystique and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck. It was aw- she was awful. Well, the other thing is like CBS advertised this heavily, like during. Uh, basketball and football events and all this other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get that same type of advertising bang for your buck on CW. I feel like a dude wrote that entire thing and was like, "Oh, look, girl power." But they did it. The t- can we get a, a a fucking strong female writer for that goddamn show? Somebody that gets females because, I mean, obviously I'm not a female, but I would be kind of annoyed to see that weak fucking bullshit character every week getting shitted on by another female character every week. So basically, you have the 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 spectrum of uh, stereotypical female shit. You have one a bitchy asshole, the other one some weak bitch that can't do anything for herself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Can we can we stop that? We have a superhero that can break people in half. Yeah, strong like, as fuck. Easily. Yeah, ha- have her be powerful and be confident about it too. It, and didn't the crossover show that more so than other episodes? Or well, am I mistaken? Well, oh, a little he still kind of helped her. Yeah, he w- she was kind of fangirling over him. Over the Flash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But CW for that show. Uh, and then we already t- mentioned that you know Agent Carter is gone. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like there was another one for cancellations that also happened. That was oh, big too. Another sad one is uh, The Muppet Show. Yeah. It, it got the X. R.I.P. That show was so funny. I guess you to watch it. It was so fucking hilarious. But yeah, I kind of saw it coming too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ratings are a mother. When you're on network television, you, there's a high standard when it comes to ratings. You yes, know what I mean? Is. So it just is what it is. All right, let's move on. Well, you know what? There is a there is a partition petition. Was that what it's called when people sign paper and stuff like that? Yeah, petition. Yeah, back. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get Agent Carter ported over to uh, Netflix. You know, uh-huh. that may be a good place for it. The only yeah. problem is in the MCU. She's dead. Well, no, the show takes place in the 40s or 50s, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Never mind. But she's in, like, the Captain America movie, so she's part of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. In, but in it's, some, not, it's in, not going to affect the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she's going to have no effect now. There you go. But she, right. we know she's, spoiler, dead. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the next one. Um, and it's, so this is going to be a, a weird conversation. All right. <laughs> so there was a, a, a penis transplant for the first time. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, it was sometime this week where a guy who had cancer and he had to, they, they had to remove this motherfucker's dick. Like, I felt bad. But apparently, uh, for the first time ever, they've transplanted a cadaver dick onto this dude. And he will be able to pee again. He will be able to have sex again, which is awesome. But it brings up a whole other thing in my mind where, with this whole transgender thing. Like I was thinking of the black market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the episode of uh, Futurama when they were when they were harvesting people's horns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Human that shit's gonna be happening. Yeah. Mandingo better never die. better <laughs> never die. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna shit stolen. It's gonna be a fucking Tra- transgender shit. for transplants with the uh, cadavers. I think it, you know what? Probably someday they'll, they'll they'll be able to do it. So well, female because right now if you're transgender, um, if you're a female, there's no way you can. Become a man, like I'm a fully functional. Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're a dude, they can fucking put your shit inside out. Yeah, and <laughs> give you a vagina. So, but it doesn't go. It doesn't work the other way. Well, there's, no, there's no way to do it. Well, but let, I don't want to get too graphic. But I don't give a fucking. Fine, I will get graphic. Yeah. 
even though it's a quote unquote vagina, it obviously doesn't like bleed once a month. It can't, can't ovulate. It can't do. I don't no, even know if it no, can self lubricate. No. There's no, no but it, I heard that it can self lubricate. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, obviously, no experience here. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I saw a video on the surgery, like the not like an actual video, but like the CGI or whatever video, and it's uh it's pretty intensive. Wow, so. Okay, but yeah. so there's some things that a born woman vagina it cannot do, obviously. Just like there's some things a a penis can't do that's sewed on too. Right now, well, no, the the sewn on penis works like a penis. No, I, I mean <laughs> prior to yeah. this transplant is what I'm saying for the women who. Yeah, but obviously there's 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 no females that have done this yet. You know, I can see the porn taking this to a to an interesting level. Called and they can have a a, a porn movie called uh, Franken Penis, <laughs> where a guy gets his fucking dick. <laughs> okay, never mind. Sorry, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so they find out we they sew on a dead dick. And it works to have this guy piss and fuck normally. Yeah. yeah. And we, how do we know that he can piss and fuck normally, though? Well, We're apparently just... he can urinate normally already. All right. So as far as fucking goes, I mean, it's been pretty new. That's so crazy. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to suspend my disbelief until he comes back and says, hey, I can fuck like I used to. Well, I mean, I mean, come on. they They... There's other things that they transplanted before. They transplanted fucking faces, yeah. goddamn hearts. True. All kinds of, and there's, that's all blood and fucking nerves and shit, so. Yeah, but this this is something, this is something unique is all I'm saying. It's unique, but it's not, I mean, it's still a, it's a human body part. So. I just want them to confirm the fucking heart. The <laughs> okay. piss and I get confirm you. If right. you can't confirm the fucking, you know, don't tell me it's, it's like a hundred percent, hundred percent. You know what I mean? I wonder if that dude got like an upgrade, like a huge dick. No, <laughs> he's like, got, yeah, before that, he was like, you know, like a catalog. He was be, like, before yeah. he was peeing on his balls. Now he's got fucking. He's halfway down his leg and shit. Well, it's an interesting question too, because did they all? Is he? I guess with the fucking, can he ejaculate normally? And is it? Did he have his balls transplanted? I didn't or hear not any, the balls. I heard nothing about his balls. Um, but as you know. Even without your balls, you can still bust. I them still up. got my balls. <laughs> That's not how a vasectomy works. But they're cut. The fucking shit's cut off. They, yes, they've tied up your fans deference, man. So yes. you ain't busting no fucking sperm. Yeah, but because so, when you're busting a nut, shit's coming from your goddamn prostate. Most of it is. Most of the fluid is. You can still bust. Yeah, there's still nut that comes out though. For after vasectomy, it's well, just not live sperm in there. That's because it's coming, from, motherfucker. It's coming from your prostate. That's why. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'm they didn't remove his prostate. Yeah, okay, I'm with you on that. But what I'm saying is, though, his his nuts had nothing to do with the transplant at all, is what we're hearing. As far as I heard, but even if he had no nuts, if he has a prostate, he would still technically ejaculate. bust. He would de- technically ejaculate. All right, all right. As Science, as, bitches. As long as he can get... Well, you have to get hard to bust to be able to do that, too. You know? Well, he said they should be able to have sex. Uh, so Odin just said that you had no balls. So. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> is he on the bro. chat? Fuck yeah. this motherfucker. Go to school. All right. Fucking, you know what would be crazy if, um, like, <laughs> you seen you saw um, American Horror right? The yeah, hotel. Of Remember the fucking drill dough? Oh, yeah. If they man. start making, like, fucking attachments and shit. <laughs> like, God damn. Girl, I got something for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking interchanging it. This shit was brutal. <laughs> Open up a closet, have a whole bunch of fucking dicks and shit. <laughs> well, no matter what, it's a medical break view. Break view. Break, break. You? Through, you, through, you, you only have one beer, goddamn it! Man, I am sorry. Wrong with you. Yeah, hey, I haven't been drinking, y'all. Uh, but it, it, it's awesome from a medical standpoint. We'll see if he can fuck though. All right, new images of power. Did we talk about the Power Rangers? I know we talked about that. Uh, probably did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's... Talk about Blake Lively. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, Blake... hold on. Blue, you haven't, you haven't done one of these. 
Um, Number five. What about five? Read it. Do you know anything oh. about it? No, I don't. But I mean, I don't. Oh, okay. you don't? So yeah, uh, I don't know who Blake Lively is, but I know the story. So Blake Lively had had a picture of her rear end taken, and she posted up on her Twitter account. But not a naked picture. No, no, she's she's got clothes on, and um, I think she's like on the red carpet somewhere, and uh, she tweeted out saying that um, she's got an LA face with the Oakland booty, and, and she's white, and she's white, and a bunch of people got all up arms about it because Twitter. yeah, Twitter hating again. But um, yeah, they were saying like you know she's she's making fun of black women having big butts and shit like that. Which l- let's be clear, it's a song, it's song lyrics from Sir Mix-a-Lot's "Baby Got Back," which is twenty five years old. And Sir Mix-a-Lot didn't say a black girl from Oakland and a black girl from L.A. Nope, nope. sure didn't. None of that. Uh, people got in their feelings because they're stupid. And they must be bored with their own entire lives and have nothing else to complain about. This is a non I can almost guarantee issue. you they had neither an L.A. face nor an Oakland booty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. If she feels that her her body, and her body looked good. You know yeah. what I mean? And, oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it, look, it looked sure, great and whatnot. If she feels like she has a, a great ass and a nice face, which she does, why the fuck wouldn't she be able to say a Sir Mix-a-Lot lyric? And it was interesting. Um, on, actually, on TMZ, they had they were talked to Sir Mix a lot, and he had even said that you know that part of the song isn't about any girls. Like it's nope. not about black girls, yeah, white no girls. Shit. It's just fucking lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I can't take me. Pe- people need to calm the fuck down. People, <laughs> I, they're running out of shit to complain about. That's what it is. <laughs> we have so much freedom now that people want our freedom taken away because they uh, they're too free. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Offended. It's the I'm offended cause of the day. You know what I mean? That's they, what it really is. They need to move to get the fuck out of here, Island. Yeah, no shit. Mad at the, I can't believe. I think she's a singer, right? Um, I don't no, know. She singer, actress? I think she's an actress. Actress, singer. Yeah. All right. Whatever the fuck she is, she got a nice body. Hey, go ahead with your big ass. Yeah. We love him. Can you throw it in a circle is my only question for you. Yeah, you no know shit. what I mean? What was this shit about Helen Mirren? Mirren. I think that was uh, Old Ninja, because that's right. nothing I would have put on here. Oh, goddamn. Oh, Sarah Winchester. Okay. So the oh, Winchester yeah. Mystery House is obviously down in San Jose, and I guess she's going to star as the Winchester lady in some kind of movie. Yeah, good for her. Oh, the yeah. lady! Yeah! So, yeah, if you ever been to the mystery, the Winchester Mystery House, they, they talk about Winchester's wife, who was going crazy because she thought she was hearing spirits, and any guns that were killed by a Winchester gun, yeah, uh, that the spirit was going to the house and haunting her. So she built all these crazy mazes and stuff inside her house. So I guess they're making a movie Hold on, because because ghosts can't go through walls and shit? Yeah, exactly. Well, she <laughs> made it so... <laughs> so it, she made it so it's like a fucking maze. So if, if a ghost does go through a wall, it wouldn't know exactly where it is. So it would keep getting fucking lost in like this maze of fucking different rooms that went nowhere. Dumb. First of all, there's no fucking ghost. Well, she was Second of all, if there was ghosts, <laughs> they could go through fucking walls and still see. It was like, oh... Just keep looking around. The well, truth she, is, she really loved to fuck contractors. That's what it was. And she just liked them to line up and <laughs> yeah, fuck no them in shit. different rooms. I wanna, like, yeah, like those fucking stairs. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, why you got to have fucking three million stairs? Yeah. Like, it was cool because they're easy risers. Cause they're, so. Well, she had like arthritis and stuff in her legs. Yeah, yeah. So she, I guess she couldn't walk very well. So she had like, her stairs were like very shallow. Okay. Or not shallow, but they were just like, I guess it was still shallow, right? So basically, like an inch off the ground. So basically, you have to have a shitload of steps to get up to the like the next floor. Yeah, but it was kind of cool because it's easy to walk up. So yeah, I mean, it's a fun tour to go on if you're yeah. in San Jose any goddamn way, you know. I know I did the flashlight tour and I was fucking pissed. I really want to see a goddamn ghost. Oh, I did one of those too. <laughs> I wasn't pissed. I know there's no fucking such thing as ghosts. No shit. Yeah. It was really interesting because I know like there's a room in there where you can hear every fucking room in the entire house, yeah. and because she was super paranoid too. 
So she was always spying on her fucking house staff and stuff like that. And um, there, I guess there were during the uh, 1889 earthquake, that big one they had. 1906? That, yeah, 1906. Uh, she got trapped in one of the rooms and she was in there for like a good week before somebody God found damn. her. And she was super fucking paranoid. She thought like, uh, she said the ghost had finally found her and this and that. Uh, so she was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rue Logan had a motherfucking question of the week Ooh. for us. Hashtag he, ask B then BTI. Yes. Uh, he asked iOS or Android and why? Android because uh, you're not locked into goddamn iTunes and other fucking bullshit with, with I, I can't stand Apple fucking products. They're all about uh, form over function. Like they're they're first of all their goddamn phones are too are were way too small up until like the the six pluses or whatever. It was like last like year. Like they're like they're larger, but like I, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Their cameras are nice, but everything else is total shit to me. Like you couldn't make folders on your fucking uh, the, your home screen or anywhere else. Like it was hard to organize shit. It just it worked really shitty. And people that are Apple fans, they swear that they're the shit, but it's like they they have a lot of. Uh, Functional problems, and they just don't want to admit that shit. And I, and I, I can't stand iTunes. Oh, I but you, you can find us. You can find us on iTunes, though. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any problems per se with iTunes as an app. Um, but I definitely have been Team Androids since forever. Really, I mean, uh, with smartphones, it just worked really, really well. You know, and I've had different types like HTC, Motorola, uh, Samsung, obviously, and I just like the functionality. That's it for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm a I'm on the Android bandwagon as well, even though I, never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like how you were saying how <laughs> I know where you were going, how you can. What's, what the cool thing about Android phone is that you know there's so many different varieties out there that you can have like whatever you want. Where, where with the iPhone, you're kind of stuck with like the same iPhone. So if you're in class with somebody, the person next to you has an iPhone, you pretty much have the same iPhone. But with the Android, like it's totally different phones. You know. It's easy to use for some people. That's a good thing about the iPhone. But, like, I really like the customization you can do with an Android phone. Like, I can download, uh, you know, games that aren't in the Play Store that I want to play or try out. Um, I can download, like, movies, books, and stuff, put it on there with no with no problem. But then also you can um, you can kind of crack your, your Android phone or jailbreak it and kind of make it, you know, work better, work faster, you know, add features on there that, you know, the developers didn't have in there, which is cool. You can do. Well, we can do the same thing with the uh, with Apple device. It's um, really hard, though. It, it's hard, and obviously it breaks your warranty. But I think the same thing happens on your uh, on most Android devices. Um, I have a OnePlus One, where it's already basically jailbroken, so it's it's kind of nice. It's got the Cyanogen mod, so and it's under warranty now. Pretty much no matter what the fuck you do with it. But I'm actually getting rid of this phone uh, probably on Saturday. I'm gonna get the Note Five, so nice. I ordered it. Uh, yeah. Um, Apple is just their their way. I don't like the way that they treat third party people. I don't like yeah. the way that they they operate in general. Um, the whole, like I said, the form over function thing it just fucking bothers me. So there you go. Yeah, I think people are like their fan. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like Android, but I don't think they have flaws. Yeah, you know, there's definitely perfect. flaws. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. Like I know with my Samsung phone, like um, they. So I have the Samsung Gear Watch, and you have to before you can you can use the third parties. Um, third parties uh messaging software and um you whenever somebody would text me on that it would come to my watch because it still uses their proprietary um proprietary yeah that word <laughs> uses their messenger and it, it will send it to my to my watch still but once they upgraded to the next version they actually got rid of that so 
it would never go to the the Samsung's messenger okay. app, so I'll never get it to my watch. So I had to start using the Samsung messenger app. Right. Yeah, and it seemed like, especially like back when Apple first came out, and everybody, or back when the iPhone first came out, everybody thought that was the shit, but you couldn't do a lot of shit that you could do on normal phones. So like back in the day, I used like a, a Trio, mm-hmm. which was a Palm device, and uh, and the iPhone couldn't send goddamn pictures through text. Mm. And you couldn't copy and paste. <laughs> and people were like, oh, this phone's a shit. I'm like, you can't copy and paste? <laughs> like, I can write shit down right now and give it to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. for real, for real. And you couldn't copy and paste in these fucking phones. And people swore by them. That's why I knew that it, it's, it's almost like a goddamn cult. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when they did allow you to finally cut and paste. People were like, oh, this is the best thing ever. It's like, um, you could you could do that before. Yeah, they're playing catch-up. Basic functionality. They're playing catch-up. Yeah. And now uh, they're falling behind too. Uh, I've uh, oh, Android's yeah. like the number follow. one operating system. Yeah, yeah. they're falling right behind. Now. All right, the let's follows. switch. Let's switch. First of all, thank you, Root Login, for the question. It's a yeah. it's an awesome question. We appreciate it. Let's switch up the game. Oh no no no! We got one from from uh, Dirty Stew actually. Oh, we do. Yeah yeah. Dirty Stew wanted to know uh, what's our thoughts on the DC Hanna Barbera New oh, Ranger that's right. comics. That's right. Um, he said, "Am will you be getting any?" And I know you meant, "Will you be getting any?" Um. Or are will you be getting any? We Maybe. know what he means. We know what you mean. I gonna get some. God damn it! I'm just fucking with you. Just it was Scott. goddamn uh, autocorrect or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so DC's say? gonna be taking over Hanna Barbera. Yeah. So apparently there will be crossover comics and then also singular comics. Hmm. Um, I'm sort of interested, but not. So you're taking like two things I'm not a huge fan of, right? So I'm not a, a huge fan of DC, though I do read some DC comics. And I'm not a huge fan of Hanna-Barbera because they haven't been relevant for the past 15 Four fucking years. years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what's the last Hanna-Barbera thing that we've seen? I mean... Space Ghost, right? No, no. I mean, there was a newer uh, well, Scooby-Doo, a but they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. But they haven't had anything Good. recent or yeah. new in a long time. Yeah. It's, no, that's, that's Warner Brothers. I was going to say Bugs Bunny, but that's Warner Brothers. I, I'm cautiously a little excited just from a nostalgia standpoint. Um, I, I loved Hanna Barbera as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are new stories, uh, I'm, I'm kind of interested in maybe reading them, depending on how mature and and not not adult like porn like, but how mature the stories are. No, no, we say porn like it's all good. Yeah, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you have a porn with Scooby Doo, then yeah, I'm I'm down for it. I'm looking at it right now. Future Quest, like Johnny Quest kind of stuff. Uh, I love Space Ghost, obviously. Uh, what's this other one? Um, you have obviously Scooby Doo and a whole bunch of other. Re- Hold on, real quick. What's going on? A blot. I can't even say this shit. A blotte Sephroid. All right. And Cake Man. Nice. Welcome, fam. Flintstones. I mean, yeah, one or two issues I may pick up just to see what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Who knows? But it's a. Well, I think it's going to come on. I don't know the exact date it's going to come out, but um, I know that Rebirth is coming out. So I'll, it can't next come out during Rebirth. Yeah. So Rebirth yeah. is next week. Yeah. So, um,. We'll see. I mean, it may be good. It may be bad. I'll, I'll wait and pick up a couple issues and at least give it a chance. If it's super kiddish, Archie bullshit, then nah, miss me with that. Yeah, you know? the, actually, the, I, th- I saw a few of these still images and I just thought it was like some fan-made artwork. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little interested. I just want to see what, what they do about it or how they, they go about doing it. Yeah. Hey, so we'll but, see. So, oh, go ahead. You got more to say? Well, I was going to say before we like go off, do you guys see the new uh, DC logo? No, no. They changed it up. It's no longer like the. Oh, that looks like shit. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at it right now. 
Prodigy does not approve DC. That that's way worse. That looks generic as shit. That looks like DC shoes. Yeah, like almost just like it. Oh my like, god! Seriously, I'll, I'll pull up DC. That's shoes awful. Here. What are you doing, DC? Yeah, I don't know why they decided to change the logo. old one right there from All Access is way better. Yeah, that looks fucking cool. With like a little, it looks like a sticker being peeled back. Yeah, for D and the C. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, they might be going old school with the with the logo because it kind of makes me think of the old Detective Comics no, it's not just logo. It's, it's close. Yeah, that, it doesn't look good to be. Yeah. Not at all. All right, all right. So let's talk about uh, some controversial shit. Controversial. Uh, right. So apparently, Caitlyn Jenner is gonna pose nude on the cover of Sports Illustrated. First of all, fucking gross. Second of all, when I say fucking gross, it's not because she's transgender. It's because that she's fucking old as shit. <laughs> like I don't want to see goddamn Betty White naked on the cover of fucking anything. Don't get me wrong, Betty White's hilarious, but I don't want to see her fucking naked. It's fucking gross. Like why? Why would you want to see some old? Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. Nobody wants it. Yeah. Nobody like, wants it. Like, I can understand, like, even for, like, women, like, if you want to see, like, uh, a, a naked dude, you want that motherfucker to be in shape. You don't want some sloppy old motherfucker. You don't want to see goddamn Donald Trump on the <laughs> fucking cover of Sports Illustrated, do you? I don't I mean, care. like, seriously. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. Literally, nobody on this planet wants this. Nobody wants it. Uh, she wants to do it only because... It gets her name out there more with public from a publicity standpoint. That's yeah. it. This is a publicity stunt. And the other thing is, Sports Illustrated doesn't do nude in terms of showing genitalia or nipples. Man, I, you know, I've got a fucking problem with even calling Kaylin Jenner a she. Still, um, and it's not just because. First of all, she hasn't had the the full surgery. I didn't you know. know that. Second of all, she's an asshole. She's not for gay marriage and shit like that. Just basically, fucking he hypocrite. fucking votes like a goddamn old white dude because it's an old white dude with a fucking tit job. And yes, I just said that. Damn, you went there. Because he still got, he still has his fucking dick and balls. So, I mean, he might have had his fucking face done and his fucking, you know. Adam's apple yeah, his, his tits done and all that shit. But you st- you're still acting like a dude. Honestly, like an old white dude. So, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. Damn. Um, yeah. I, I will... Equal rights. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll say the pronoun that she would like, but I do... You don't have... Miss me with the bullshit of you go pose naked and I have to like that. Fuck that. I don't want to see it and nobody else does either. No. Hell no. Yeah, and that motherfucker killed somebody. Thank you, Kingman, for bringing that shit up. I, I, I sometimes forget to bring that shit up. Yeah, he, she, whoever the fuck, killed somebody and got away with it. Yeah. Not a great like, human fucking being. fucking ran a goddamn red light, pushed somebody into fucking traffic, and they got fucking killed. Whoops. And didn't see one motherfucking day in goddamn jail. Yep. So, fuck you. You know who I would like to see on uh, the cover of Sports Illustrated? It's um, Escra. Some, oh, yeah, somebody actually fucking hot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, God there's, damn. There's, there's a whole bunch of young tennis players, you know, mm-hmm. that I'd love to see. I mean, yeah, anyway. Some real athletes. Not yeah, somebody I, who was an athlete fucking whole 40 years ago. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Even back when it, she was Bruce, um, there was no Sports Illustrated nude stuff going on back then. I mean, you know, nobody wants to see this. No. You're seven years old. Get the fuck out of here. All right, can we get to games, goddammit? Uncharted 4! Still pissed. Man, you <laughs> angry, dude. 
Yeah, Uncharted Four is fucking God is dope. Damn, um, I'm loving it. I love how it's like. Well, it's it's kind of more cinematic, and I'm playing it on hard mode. And sometimes I forget that it's on hard mode, and I get kind of mad. I'm like, oh, it's on hard mode. <laughs> I'm playing this one on hard as well. Um, what I enjoy about it, there are elements of The Last of Us in there, uh, obviously by the same studio with Naughty Dog, but they really ramped up uh, every aspect of the gameplay with the tall grass being used as cover, being able to see an enemy way off in the horizon and tag that tag enemy. Him, yeah. uh, I'm still getting the controls for that. It, it, I'm not quite like 100% on the tagging all the time. Well, you have to come out of cover, which is dumb as fuck. Why do you got to come out of cover to tag somebody? Yeah, that that's weird to me. Maybe yeah. that's what's ha- causing my issues. Maybe you have to have like a better sight line to tag them? No, no you have to come out of cover to tag them. You have, oh. you have to press the L2 trigger to get up and then you have to press the L3 after that to tag them. Oh, okay. So you have to get up. So I do have the right mode. Yeah, but it, yeah, it, you're it's, doing it right. It doesn't, yeah, it, that's a little off from a control standpoint, especially with coming out of cover. I agree with you, but I like the aspect of being able to uh, have the more stealthy uh, maneuvers in this one. And then I also love how Nate talks a whole lot of shit while <laughs> you're climbing and doing shit. You know what I mean? With with uh, Sully, and I don't want to spoil anything, but his other relative that's in the game, you know, yeah. uh, for folks who haven't played it. It's just great. Great voice acting. They incorporated huge maps. Like, you know what I mean? They're so they're so big that I don't even want to test the uh, invisible walls. Yeah. I haven't found many yet, um, but I'm, I'm assuming they're not there because it's so big. It feels so, almost an open world at times. So but, it, you don't fucking, like, just, like... Because right now I'm playing Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and you pretty much have to follow a path. Like, the, the gameplay, if you follow... I mean, you can explore certain areas, but most of it's, like, following a path. But with, with uh, Uncharted, it's not like that. Well, it's- so this is the great thing about Uncharted, th- this last one, is that technically there is a path. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you can leave that path and just go the wrong fucking way. Yep. I mean, you can go the wrong, long way for, or the, long, the wrong way for a long time. And not even realize it. Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. So, and then eventually give you a hint. Like, hey, you're fucking dumb. Go back this way. But <laughs> yeah, you can go off for a long time in the wrong way. Yeah, and it just feels perfect. I thought I was going to be disappointed that it's like in the in the campaign, it's single player only. But no, not at all. I feel like so engaged with these characters, and it feels like a old buddy film. Well, so this is the thing about the game, right? So obviously, the game you you almost always have a buddy with you, but. Um, because you're thinking, hey, there's, there's somebody else there. Why not do co-op? But the person that's there with you, they're like part of the story. So they're talking with you, interacting with yep. you. If you're playing co-op, you're not going to do that. Yep. So exactly. That, yeah. So it, it works even better. And I haven't gotten on the multiplayer at all quite yet. I want to finish the campaign. Um, but that's where you'll have you know the, the co-op experience, basically. You know what I mean? But uh, it, anyway, it, everybody's raving about it. I, I feel like it is truly a 10 out of 10. Having not beaten it yet... But moving closer and closer to uh, it. It's not a ten out of ten for me, but it's it's up there. I don't think I got it. I got to pick up the game. What would, what would you give it so far then? Uh, so far, it's like in probably eight, seven, eight, nine. Wait, eight, eight point seven, nine, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought eight, seven, nine. I don't know. <laughs> seven, eight, nine. <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, ten out of ten for me so far. Cool but we'll see. Rock. We'll keep on going with it. Well, the, the only reason why I say it is because there's like there's a lot of story elements. There's like a lot of times where I'm not really doing much except for like climbing and shit. Oh, I love that. It's kind of pacing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it too, but sometimes it's just like there's nothing going on right now. It's not like a uh, like so uh, like a GTA five. Yeah, that's like a ten for me. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a perfect game. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I love it for I love them for different reasons, you know. And and I'm a naughty dog like super oh, fan. Yeah, I'm still a know? huge fan. <laughs> yeah. they, they could almost do no wrong for me. And are you picking it up, Lou? Yeah, I'll probably pick it up. But right now I'm just I'm just smashing it on uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider since it's I got it on my PC. But are you uh smash that like button? <laughs> <laughs> I am, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> are you almost halfway through it, or where are you? Um, at? I'm about sixty percent through through with the game, but I'm doing like a lot of the side mission stuff too. So good shit. I, I'm, I, that's the way I play. I don't just play straight through the storyline. I got to do all the side quests and shit too. So. Wait, which game again? Uh, Rise of Tomb Raider. That's right. That's right. I still gotta finish playing that. My uh. Xbox One's collecting dust. Dude, I'm fucking. I gotta play some more. Deadly with the crossbow. Like I snipe people. That's that's the main weapon I use. I don't even use my fucking man, handgun or anything. You need to come with me and go fucking shooting some goddamn. Yeah, I need to. Some arrows, man. It's fun. You know what? My I've been to like two or three weeks. You though. ever play um, Heavenly Sword? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That game was so great because there's like a there's a scene there where you where you shot the crossbow and actually uses the accelerometer in the controller. You yeah, can fucking you can like tilt the controller it, and steer yeah. their fucking bow and arrow. Or, Steer their bow. Why didn't, arrow, that, why didn't that become a fucking franchise? What happened to the sequels to that game? That, that game, was a launch title for PS3. I heard they're going to remake. Are they going to do another one? Um, yeah. So we got two questions in the chat. One's from Mo Ninja, so we can just ignore it. Oh, he's asking, yeah. He's asking about Overwatch. Yes, I'm interested. Anybody else interested? Oh, very much so. I mean, the reviews, the pre-reviews or whatever, seem very promising, and the people who play the beta are raving about it. Why? I heard the reviews weren't that great. For, uh, for Overwatch? Really? For Overwatch? Well, yeah. I'm still kind of mad that they took out that ass shot, but... You know, Supposedly whatever. they brought it back and improved it. That's oh. what I, that, that was <laughs> a... Well, yeah, I saw it. They did. But the fact that they had to, like, do that is just... F- fuck them. Like, fuck the people that were complaining about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree with the... Like, the if, if you got a problem part. with asses, why don't you try shutting down strip clubs? Yeah, no uh, How about that shit? Start uh, shutting down whores. Yeah, exactly. Whores exist in real life. They do? We all know this. They do? And they want to pretend. Shut down people doing squats and stuff too, because yeah, what if that, you don't know, like an ass. What that booty you don't do? See a squat. Yeah, but um, I'm excited about it. I, I think it, it could be a really fun game. I want to play, but I have limited time to play games at this point. So. All right. What's the name of that game that they, that was for the Xbox 360? Where like you kind of build up your character and you get stronger and got more godlike, and you're like you can go from like Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown. That was a good fucking game. Yeah. Did they bring that back for this? Uh, well, there was, another one. Yeah, there was a sequel, but I don't think it ever. To, it ever make, got released on the 360. They're making another one though for the Xbox One. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anybody picking up Doom? Uh, I'm going to eventually because uh, Doom is one of my favorite games of all time. Yes. Um, I wish they would release another fucking Unreal, but you know, whatever. I'll, I'll, I will deal with Doom. And I, what I've been seeing with it, it's fucking brutal. It's very gory. And they've changed around a lot of elements. So in this one, um, it's it's obviously there's no regenerative health. Oh wow! But okay. if you brutalize somebody and tear them limb from limb, you can get ammo and health from them. So oh, you're wow. incentivized to go through and just go buck fucking shit crazy. Does it have God co-op? Do, do you have you heard that? No, that, no co-op. Probably not. I mean, okay. Did you see? Um, they had demoed uh, Doom running on the new the Nvidia 1080. You see that oh, video? Okay. No, 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 I haven't. So they they are running the game on 200 frames per second. Holy on shit. NVIDIA on the 1080. I was like, God damn, what the fuck? It was so... The graphics were, like, super fucking clear. It was ridiculous. That's hilarious that they do that because whatever you're watching on doesn't go to 200 hertz. So, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> like, this monitor right here, I think it goes to 133 or 144. Well, this is a 144. The Asus monitor. It's a gaming monitor. All and right. it's hard to get over that. Mm. What was uh, the other question? The other question's from Cake Man. He said, is anyone going to watch... The Warcraft movie when it comes out, yes, I will. Because uh, I'm a huge Warcraft fan. I'm I'm gonna say a big no for me. That them trailers are not looking promising, in my opinion, at all. What about you, Blue? Um, I probably won't see it in the 
theater, but I will watch it when it comes to Redbox or Netflix. <laughs> you guys are assholes. <laughs> nah, I'll go, I'll go see it in a theater. Uh, and you wonder why the only shitty fucking game movies come out. Cause well, let me know when you when you go up. see it, because I know. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's really good and you're raving about it, then that's one thing. But yeah, I don't know. The trailer did not catch me at all. I wanted to, but nah. So we'll, we will see. We were watching a trailer today, and I was like, is it CGI or is it like live action? It's both. Because I was, I was yeah. a little confused, but it, it's very similar to um, uh, to Avatar. Yeah, so uh, move on a little bit. So you know what's hilarious? So last week we gave a, uh, like, a, we made a video for YouTube subscriptions. We hit 500, and we're over 600 now. Yeah, that's so, cool. And this is all thanks to your boy Blue. Thank you very much. Yeah, We're saluting you right now. Appreciate gotta, it. Got to thank Anita and that booty. Oh, <laughs> well, and, cool. and baby metal baby and metal. four minute. There's K-pop, a whole bunch of other ones yeah. Too, yeah, yeah. Right now we're at six twelve. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Continuing to grow, I love it. Yeah. yeah. And our and on Twitter, we're we're gonna hit seventeen hundred pretty soon. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 so we're moving up. Yeah. You know, up in the um, right way. I actually got a question for you guys. What's you know, got? since it's been about eighteen days since the waxing. How are you guys standing at this point? Like, I'm good. Still, yeah. I'm I'm okay. It's, it's slowly growing back in. Yeah. Are you having any like issues or anything? Not really. All right. Not Me neither. Really. Are, are How you? About you? Oh, I yeah. Say. I was about to no. say. Are you? <laughs> you trying to tell us something? No, because I I was worried about getting like ingrown hairs and you know fucking shit not growing back right or stuff like that but no i'm still pretty good and it's pretty it's still pretty smooth down there well it lasts a longer time yeah you know which I mean? that's what's ridiculous. cool as, as opposed to shaving <clears throat> which lasts like a couple days maybe yeah. you know <laughs> if that like, depending <laughs> on how hairy you fucking are all right um i know that uh Krotos has no caring at all about this but i'm still gonna mention the flash yeah god damn we going in god it was so fucking good this week um so good let me just say this I keep telling you, motherfuckers, and you need to hear me. We gotta get Cronus to watch this show. Zoom is the greatest villain on television. Before, earlier on, I keep telling you that we have villains on TV already. He's the greatest. Donald Trump, Hillary <laughs> oh, Clinton. <laughs> They're both pretty awful. But Zoom is is literally the greatest right now. Um, and it's just it's fact. It's law. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to spoil it. And he knows he's a badass, which is fucking great. He taunts and talks so much shit to Barry and his whole family and all of Team Flash and just says, you ain't shit, I'm faster than you, and I will take everything that you love and destroy it. What's so... The great thing about Zoom is that every time Barry thinks that he's he's up, he's up, got the fucking upper hand, Zoom is like, no, motherfucker, no, you don't. I'll steal your fucking girl. And kill her right in front of you. But uh, that was just a dream. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So literally just yesterday, Zoom killed Barry's fucking dad. His real dad. Biological his dad. Biological dad went through his fucking chest in front of him. And Barry was begging. Like, don't kill my dad. Don't kill my dad. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give two shits. Zoom was like, but fuck your dad. What even made it worse is he killed him in the same fucking house, same fucking spot. That his mom was murdered in. I loved it. I loved God, it. It was so fucking great. And the mom got her, her neck was slit though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, he just went right through his fucking chest. Yeah. Zoom. And I didn't think they could have a better villain than Reverse Flash last year mm-hmm. or Deathstroke on Arrow from season two. This guy tops all of them combined. You know, it was it, it was really interesting because the the scientist chick that was from that um, 
the other science facility. I can't think of the name. Like I thought her and her, I thought the dad and her were gonna you know get a little love action going yeah, on. He might romance. have a stepmom, but um, nope, that did not work out too well for him. He went through his fucking chest. Yeah, but um, actually, fun fact is that woman. She's actually from the original Flash too. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. she plays his love or interest on that show. I can't think of what her name was or what her character name was, but yeah, she was on there too. Yeah, it's just, it's cool. I love the fact that Wally is coming into his own and becoming a hero, too, even mm-hmm. without powers. And uh, Jesse is uh, also leaning towards becoming powerful. Yeah, because in the last episode, like, when she was in a coma, she had the same signs that Barry had. And when Barry came back from the Speed Force, he touched her and you saw like electricity transferred through oh, yeah. her body. And it like, hold on, can you show us something, Barry? Where? Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Get it right here. Yeah. But yeah, and, she, and then she came out of her coma, and she hasn't shown any signs of having the force be force in her. Come. But it'll it's come. come. I think the finale is either next week or the week after. Uh, ooh, I think it's this coming week. Is All right. God damn! I, I just I love everything about this show. If you like comic books, yeah. this is your show. And I think they stick they stick to the comic book pretty well too. Like um like the when Barry was running around the city to to create a. I guess a, a wall yeah. in the city so that the sound can bounce off and like it vibrate at certain hertz where if you're from Earth 2, the the wave will like inca- incapacitate you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's like actually in the comics too. He did that in the comics and that the machine they used for that was in the comics. So they really stick to the fucking material. What's funny is I, I love comics and obviously I read a whole bunch of them. I've only read like one trade paperback for the Flash, like Flashpoint Paradox. Mm-hmm. That was it. And so not having a whole lot of familiarity with The Flash didn't fucking matter. This show is just good from start to finish. And I'm so excited about where they take it for season three and the finale. God damn it, I love it. Zoom is is, is just... He makes it work. Yeah, he does. He just does. And it's it's interesting because I used to not like The Flash. I used to dislike him. I just thought he was this bubbling idiot who can just run fast. And, you know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't, I wouldn't take him on the same league as, like, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. I always thought he was, like, the comedy relief. But, like, you know, I have a cousin who's a huge Flash fan. He's like, no, nah, man, you need to. You need to represent and read some fucking Flash comics because he's, he's, he's a smart fucking dude. He ain't no joke. That's mm-hmm. the thing about him. And he doesn't need... Like, he literally doesn't need the crossover powers of anybody mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. at least on the the CW show. Mm-hmm. Barry is going to be Barry, and Barry is going to save Central City. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about it, so. But he was a little cocky in this episode, though. Oh, hell yeah. After the Speed Force talked to him, you know what yeah. I mean? So if you ain't watching The Flash, you come know, on. You know, the, this episode made me think of um, somebody who finds Jesus. Yeah, and exactly. they get all preachy and shit. Like, yeah, he's all, he oh, don't religious with don't it. Don't worry, the Speed Force got our back. Yeah, man. So anyway, it's just a great show. I'm not, I'm not caught up on Legends or Arrow. Um, they've had a lot of filler lately, so I may catch yeah. up in a week or two. Well, also we got to see Laurel. Laurel yeah, was on the Flash, cool. which that is kind of cool because cool. she died in, uh, she died in Arrow, and this is Earth Two, Laura, and she plays. Um, is it not Banshee? She plays Sonic or what's her name? Siren, uh, Black Siren. Or yeah, something Black like Siren. That. She's Black Siren on there. And if if you ever watch a Just League cartoon, Black Siren was on there. She was um, when the Green Lantern and um, the Green Lantern, the Flash, and somebody else they go into another dimension where like the world's destroyed and there's like some alien kid who was kind of making everybody uh, uh, see different visions and stuff like that. But it was part of the the Justice, not the Justice Lord. It was. Um, uh, it was just as something of America, but it wasn't like the JLU. It was like some other name for some like off-brand um, Justice League superhero type thing. Hey, look, I mean, I- I'll say this. 
CW is killing it when it comes to certain live action shows. I think they're they're doing a better job than Marvel, with the exception of Netflix for Marvel. Um, but what I'd really love to see though is Marvel step up their game when it comes to the animated movies, man. Especially oh, yeah. since I think that Marvel is doing literally more exciting stuff in the world of comics, mm-hmm. and I feel like if they had their shit together, it'd be awesome to see some Secret Wars, you know, as an animated like two or three part movie or something like yeah. that right now. Yeah, you know? DC definitely kills it with the movies with animated yeah. movies. It'd be fun. Um, actually, Cakeman in the in the chat room just said, "Isn't Barry's dad the Man in the Iron Mask?" Uh, it hasn't that been revealed. It hasn't been DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, yeah, it hasn't funny. been revealed yet. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I also agree with Hawkman or uh, with Cakeman about Hawkman because I, I can't stand that fucking dude. Yeah, he was a waste. He like was a, he was I, a total waste. I really want him to be dead, but he, he's back. Yeah, which is lame. Uh, and Kronos, did you watch Game? Yeah, yeah. Dim, Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? It was uh, it was pretty good. It was good to see uh, Sansa and uh, Jon Snow, who knows nothing, mm-hmm. uh, see each other again. Yeah, so that was, was cool. uh, that's pretty heartwarming. If I had a heart. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, actually, the whole episode was pretty good. Um, I liked when uh, what was that guy's name? Oh, the the girl's name, Brianna of Tarth. Yeah, when she came in, and that one dude that was a fucking wildling was like drooling over himself. What that mouth do, yeah. big girl? Yeah, that shit was hilarious. My favorite part was them titties uh, being shown again by Daenerys. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just, it's just nice titties. They're fucking perfect. Yeah, person, I so. didn't think she was ever going to show them again. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. Um, but she can't be burnt by fire, and I like sh- them she setting fuck them dudes up. Yeah, them Dothraki. They were talking all kind of shit. We're gonna rape you in the ass and do all this shit. She was like, uh huh. How about I tip this uh, lantern over and then just burn y'all? If they weren't bitch, man, they should have just killed her on the way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we're all gonna die. I bet you can't stop me from choking you. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. yeah, they saw that fire. They panicked. Yeah. You know? They see the fire from the dragon? They, they were in like a thatched <clears throat> fucking hut. Like they couldn't just run out the hut. They were all going towards the door. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you just kick your way out of the goddamn <laughs> hut. Like stop going towards the strongest part of the goddamn structure. Well, and they all have swords on them, right? Or no, they can't have weapons in that city, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But anyway. Um, they have a sharp nail or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're leading towards great things. I still love this show. You know? It's, yeah, it's just yeah, fun. It's been great. There's still a bunch of books out there still, right? For uh, not a bunch. No, they're, actually, they're, caught, they're catching up on this season. No, that sucks. So we will see. Um, I will say this. When it comes to Marvel Comics, I'm, I'm trying to catch up. Chronos uh, has been mentioning the Ultimates, and I finally got current on that comic series. Wow. Holy shit. It's, uh, that and Squadron Supreme, for me, are like the two best Marvel comics out right now. Um, well, and, and Black Panther only because I know the entire story. But yeah, yeah. I, Actually, no. The Ultimates is better than, than Black Panther for me right now. Because well, Black- and there's more of them. There's like seven Ultimates. Yeah, and yeah. Black Panther's in it. So yeah, I, the Ultimates. What I love right now is they're doing shit on a cosmic level that's better than almost everything else. And you feel the effects of Secret Wars more in this comic than you do in almost any other Marvel. They're, they're thing. They're doing shit outside of the cosmos. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and you have Thanos in play. You have the gods of Marvel, which you don't see a lot of. You know what I mean? Not just Galactus, but you have order and chaos, and yeah. uh, you know, living tr- not living tremendous on this yet. But uh, the other guy was uh, Eternity. Name? Eternity, yeah. You know, uh, and it's just it's fun. It's cosmic, um, and it's just a really good read. And you have heroes that you can learn more about. Like when we talk about black superheroes, uh, Rambo. What's her name? Monica Rambo. Uh, Spectre, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Green and, Lantern. and then uh, 
No, 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 no not no. Green Lantern. Oh. Uh, she's on the Marvel side. Yeah. Uh, and in the Ultimates, she's fascinating to me. And obviously, so is Blue Marvel. Yeah, yeah, Blue Marvel is just the shit. So I mean, he he was one of the few people I've ever seen talk shit to T'Challa, and T'Challa like say, "Okay, I, I hear you, old man." You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm gonna still yeah. do what I got to do the Wakandan way. Yeah. <laughs> that Wakandan way, though. Yeah. So I'm loving that one. The other real quick shout out is. I love A-Force as well, and that's doing a great job yeah. on the cosmic side. That as well. um, it's going from what they did in Secret Wars and basically switching things up a whole lot and having a whole all-female team, but doing it in a very fun and exciting and dynamic new way. It's it's all female team, but it's not it's not too fucking over the top, goddamn girly bullshit. No, I'm not saying fine. I'm not saying girly bullshit from like a listen. There's like. <laughs> It's like if if you were reading a goddamn uh, black comic book and they were all they were doing was eating watermelon <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by like overly girly shit. Like stop doing stereotypical girly bullshit. And this one, they're they're kind of they're riding the edge, but they're doing it the right way. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing with um, Medusa. I wasn't familiar with because I never read. I guess she's a Inhuman, right? Oh yeah, you know about Medusa? Though? No, uh, I, I, I only knew about her from the A Force uh, War Zone Secret Wars. That's Black comic. Bolt's wife. Yeah, I, yeah. I never. I, I don't know enough in, about the Inhumans at all. So yeah, I definitely read some comics. Yeah, she's a uh, queen of the Inhumans, and she's uh, she's pretty badass. Yeah, uh, so she's cool. And then obviously you got Captain Marvel on there too. It, it's just it's yeah. fun. And then you also have She Hulk, Miss America, which is an awful fucking name. Uh, Miss America. I thought I thought she wasn't on there. Miss America is one of the fucking people but, that are wait, on the team. Wait, are you talking about post Secret War Secret Wars though? No, I'm talking about uh, uh, the Ultimates. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Back to the Ultimates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, shit. I'm, I fucked that all. I'm sorry. You were talking about A Force. Yeah. So she's not on yeah, A Force, yeah, but sorry. she is on the Ultimates. Yeah. So. My bad. I've been drinking. Y'all. No worries. No worries. But but I fixed it. Yeah. You know I fixed that. We want to take. So yeah. Anyway, there's good shit going on in the comments. And then my other, my last one I gotta recommend is Spider Man Deadpool because that one is funny as shit. And you have a Peter Parker buddy combo with Wade Wilson, and it's fucking great. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's still one more thing on the list. What you got? Um, so it hasn't been confirmed yet, but um, Blade, Ghost Rider, and uh, Moon Knight, which are DC oh, yeah. or Marvel characters, are might be making a Netflix. Did you put that? Show. Mm-hmm. Okay, I haven't read anything about that. Yeah, it's kind of announced today. Um, they haven't officially announced that it's actually going to happen, but I think they're working on it. You rumors, know, rumors. I, I picked up the latest uh, Moon Knight number one, which is like a couple weeks ago, and the artwork was awful. Oh, was so it? I couldn't, uh, I couldn't read it. But it could be like uh, Manhattan Project, so I'll have to. I'm going to power through it. All know? right, we'll I'll see. Yeah, because that artwork in Manhattan, Manhattan Project was. Woo. It's such a good goddamn story. I, I, Matt Patara, or I think it's Matt Patara. If you listen to this podcast, which I fucking highly doubt, <laughs> I've gotten used to your artwork. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Good to go. You and, uh, you know, Jonathan Hickman, do your fucking thing. Hey, Hickman can do no wrong. Slob, slob. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about Moon Knight, but I'm interested in knowing more. Yeah. And obviously, I feel like Blade needs more credit than he ever gets. You yeah. know what I mean? He's. Blade was fun as shit, and you know damn well you went to those movies back in the day, well, even, and you loved them. Even the TV show series they had on um, Spike TV was fucking it was great. great. I mean, I thought of the first two or three episodes were pretty bad, but it got really good toward the end. He's an awesome, fun character. You know what I mean? You already love him. Even yeah. Sticky Fingers did a good job at playing Blade. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, that was a good shit, but he was on Spike TV, so they, uh, late at night, too. It was fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. 
Um, I, 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 I would like to see more Ghost Rider as long as it's not Nick Cage. If it's Nick Cage, miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> I remember yeah. as a kid, I thought Ghost Rider was like that show that came on PBS oh, with the little fucking on. ghost that flies around. I got the uh, the Trad Moore version of... Uh, so thank you to... Uh, shit, what's his name? Jonathan... Uh, Chow? No, Cholula. Cholula, yeah. Um, he recommended... So he was inspired by the uh, the... The cast are the fucking panel that you did. Oh, the the Silicon Valley. Yes, Comic Con. And so what he did was there was somebody there that was asking about Mexican. Oh yeah, people in media and comic books in particular. And so what Jonathan did is that he took it upon himself to make a video about on Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. So first of all, educate you about Cinco de Mayo, and then second of all, educate you on yeah. Mexican superheroes. Nice. And one of them was the new Ghost Rider, which I had no idea about. Once he put it up, I was like, holy shit, that looks like Trad Moore's art. Because I know Trad Moore's art from our favorite comic, uh, Luther Strode. Yeah, holy yeah. Shit. And yeah, so p- apparently there's a Mexican version of uh, Ghost yep. Rider. And instead of having a motorcycle, he has a fucking a badass car. I haven't read it yet, but I will show you the actual comic. Oh, man, yeah, that pull sounds that up. cool. Yeah. yeah cause you, you can tell right away. That was, uh, that was a guy who we spoke with. He, he was like a DC fan. Like He was mainly into Flash. Oh, wow, that looks cool. Oh, that does look really cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a trade. That's not even a, a single issue. Wow, yeah. okay. So it's, already, it's been out for a while. Hold on. Let me put my headphones back. Yeah. Myself. Um, so yeah, Trad Moore, um, he's a badass artist. He's actually one of my favorite artists. I'm going to have to look him up to see what else he, he's done. But like you could tell his like his whole style, like the way he draws masks, the way he draws violence and shit like that, mm-hmm. it's very um, stylized, and you can just tell it's him. So I'm really looking forward to reading this comic, and it just yeah, it looks fucking great. Shout out to Jonathan, I fucking man. dope that he has a fucking car because that whole motorcycle thing is kind of overrated. What's wrong with motorcycles, man? We're both bikers. Oh. I know. <laughs> Temporarily, I'm out of commission on my bike. Yeah, it's yeah. all Check good. That. Yeah, man, that, that looks like a yeah, badass yeah. comic. So, uh, all right, Blue, what are you doing this week? Recommending. Getting into? Um, so last weekend, I went to a beer fest with uh, Mr. Rex out in Livermore, which was, which was great. I got to see some cool bands play. Um, I ran to an old friend that I used to work with who had a band who was performing as well. Um, this weekend, I'm actually going to another brew, a bigger brew fest that's happening here in Fremont. Um, and another friend of my band is playing there, so I'm going to go check her band out. Um I'm going to be going to this guy's kid's birthday party on oh, yeah. Saturday, too. So, going to be doing that. Um, this is going to be drunk by the time you get there. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, this place has limited pour, so you only get 10 tickets. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I can't. I got I to gotta stay sober. Not sober, but <laughs> I can't get <laughs> Sober at a beer fest. Yeah. But um, my recommendation uh, for, you know, I don't have any recommendations. Um, yeah, I don't have any recommendations this All week. Right. <laughs> Come back to me next week, and I'll have some for you folks. There you go. Crow, that's what you got. <laughs> Watch the flash. So I'm going to plug my own podcast, my own personal podcast. So I've been doing uh, the Jits cast for a while now. I think uh, some of you guys might be wondering why it's not on the Be Then BTI, I guess, banner anymore. Because I split it off into my own shit. So I do a thing called Cronus Does. And for right now, it's just the Jits cast that's on there. And I did one uh, over the weekend that was with uh, a female blue belt uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner. And it was pretty cool because she goes off. In the beginning about, um, I guess, that she's tired of people asking her about why she's a female in jiu-jitsu. So it's actually kind of, it's not funny, but it's it's, it's insightful to hear her um, honest opinions on jiu-jitsu and being female and 
trying to, I guess, dispel. That's not really trying to dispel. She's just, she doesn't want it to seem like, hey, I don't want somebody to talk to me just because I do jujitsu and I'm female. And that wasn't entirely the reason why I was talking to her, but it was part of the reason. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, she's cool as fuck too, but it was cool to get her opinion on, on matters and to really enlighten me on, on some other shit. So it's a pretty cool podcast. Um, so if you look up, uh, Cronus does, it'll be on, uh, iTunes tomorrow. It's already on Google play and uh, it should be on Stitcher sometime this week as well. So yeah, if you, if you like, uh, shit about, uh, I guess, martial arts and jujitsu, check that out. And I'll be doing some other stuff about like health and wellness and shit like that. Um, cause that's, that's what I do. There you go. Yeah, outside this podcast. Any anything else you recommended? Uh yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh god <laughs> damn. All right. You know, I'm gonna do a plug too. Uh make sure to watch the before and after cast with your boy Blue and whoever's giving me a ride home or to the studio. Oh yeah. <laughs> you you can see my my new uh my new car in oh, uh, the before the cast. The oh you're doing it this time. Okay, cool. Or Let's maybe see. after too, because it's when are you guys gotta drive me home. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, you're, you're, well, I can drive you Either back. way, yeah, That's we'll, we'll flip a back. we'll flip a goddamn coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already gave my comic recommendation that I'm a, I'm going to be playing a whole lot of fucking Uncharted Four, nice. and uh, that and I still got to finish off Fallout, so I'm I'm almost at the end. Um, so thank y'all for listening. Thank you very much to Aaron Limke for joining us from uh, from the Wave, mm-hmm. and uh, we appreciate everybody for fucking with us. Yeah, and definitely, uh, if you have any kind of VR questions, I've said it before, um, hit us up uh, on Twitter at BeThemBTI, uh, or email us at uh, BeThemBTI at gmail.com, uh, Facebook, you know, Black and the Black House Affinity. You know how to find us. You should if you listen yeah. to this podcast. So. And it'll be in the description, too. So. We also go... Um, we're about to hit our first one year anniversary of being podcasting. So technically, uh, well, next, you're right. Yeah, next as week? far as like all of us being together, like Voltron. Yeah. yeah. But um, me and Blue actually, we started talking first mm-hmm. on like a kind of podcast. So we just started talking, testing. <laughs> yeah, just testing shit out. I don't know. Has that been released? I don't know. It was on Clip. Yeah, it was on Clip, but I don't think it's ever brought onto the actual channel. I'm going to release it this week. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, got yeah, yeah. to confirm it. our dates for our anniversary, but it's coming up. I, I know what it is. It's, it's, right. in, it's definitely in June. Oh, okay. As far yeah. as like SoundCloud goes, that's when we like actually kind of... Oh, r- real quick. Cape Cow Comics in downtown Oakland, June 10th, Friday night, 6.30 to 8 p.m., free show. It's going to be lit. We're going to be all there live, and it's going to be awesome. Yes. And it will. All right, y'all. Peace out. Oh, wait. Hold on. Well, now I gotta rewind the fucking tape. Oh, eggplants are her future. We gotta do the whole fucking thing again. God See, we took took too goddamn long. Nah. Motherfuckers on CP time and shit. All right, CP time on cutting this out. All right, <laughs> yo. we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>